What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dunn and Drew. I am Drew here with Dunn. Hello. This is March. This All is right. A, this is the second episode of March. But this is March. Yes. What we had today. Oh yes. Like that's that's oh pre that's some March madness right. The there. real March madness. NFL trades, uh, franchise tag deadline. A lot of shit happened today. And the, what are the odds? Happens before we record. Thank on re- God. On a recording day. That never happens. And the Packers are going to re-sign Aaron Rodgers. Reportedly make him, reportedly be the highest contract in NFL history, which I don't know how anyone ever tops Mahomes. Like the 500 million. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> that's ever topped, but it's topped already. Uh, and it's It's the per year. That's what they counted by, right? Highest paid. Uh, NFL contracts are not my strong suit. Mm. I don't understand them. Guaranteed. What does that mean? What is the per year? Uh, what's the signing bonus? Don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. I've been a fan for a long time. Still don't understand it. Um, but I, I'm a name watcher. I'm not a number watcher. So I see Aaron Rodgers staying with Green Bay. It's good for Green Bay. Uh, another <laughs> biggest news in the NFL since since oh man has there been since a the Super Bowl ended no has in trade trade wise and roster movement has there been, has there been a bigger move than the Seahawks trading Russell Wilson to mm. the Broncos no for, not a, not a player of his caliber nine time pro bowl winner super bowl champion been with the Seahawks his entire career? I don't think so. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I I mean, we had Stafford last year, but that's nowhere near. I don't know. Nowhere near. Like, Russell Wilson is a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's 33. He could probably – he's probably going to play for – I don't know. He's a little he's – he's an if he, – he's a wild card when it comes to how long he'll play for. I could see him playing for just – couple more years and saying all right yeah done. saying he's done and start raising his kids and his family i saw he wants another baby with sierra so who wanted he is, he is a he is a family man but it's big because he's not just russell wilson getting traded from the team he's been on his whole career he's going to the afc west that has pat mahomes justin herbert and Derek carr who's been getting disrespected all day he's playing with his bone bro oh Walter is uh, a menace, guys. The puppy that Andy has. He's a little stupid. <laughs> it's kind of fun to fuck with him. When he won't come inside, I'll fucking pick up a stick and lead him towards the door. That's cruel, actually. <laughs> and then throw it away. That's animal cruelty. What am I going to stay? I'm going to stay while he sits in the dirt all fucking afternoon? Drag his ass. Pick him up. Get your ass up. Uh, where are we at? Russell Wilson traded the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, so what they we'll talk about it later because that's going to be an NFL segment. Bro, why did I do this? All right. Before we get into the episode, uh, I we actually just recorded the episode, so this is me going back to the future. Um, this uh, welcome to episode two twenty four. I think it is of Dunn and Drew. I had someone complain last week that we did not play the intro, and, and in honor of the Kanye West documentary that's on Netflix, 
I think it's important that we keep the intro music in here. It's part of, thank you, thank you. It's part of the staple of this podcast. We've had it since day one. Uh, so fuck, fuck killing the intro till the end. Play my music. I love when uh, Pharrell ran out of the room when he f- connected the two dots between Kanye saying "spit my soul through the wire." Yeah, in his mouth, his the mouth, <laughs> the wire in his mouth, and you know the wire on the microphone. Anyway, onto the episode. All right, so big NFL news, and I thought you were going to start from the top. Of <laughs> I know. And uh, Jaguars news too. Jaguars franchise tag Cam Robinson, which we talked about that scenario and what we expect to happen if that if. That happened, and it did. DJ Chark did not get tagged. Uh, tag Cam Robinson, does that mean anything in the draft? Does that mean defensive end? I mean, are they going to draft Evan Neal to go with Walker Little and Cam Robinson, or do they trade Cam Robinson after the franchise tag? We will see. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't understand like how you don't understand NFL contracts. I don't understand franchise tag. But you understand NFL contracts? Like. Guaranteed. Come on. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it's like you said, I get that, but I don't get this. Uh yeah. I don't you don't understand what? I don't understand the franchise tag. Like they they do it and then you can still get rid of the player. I always thought franchise tag meant that they can't go anywhere. So they actually uh, so franchise tag it, you you can do it to one player. You can do it to one player on your team a year. And you typically do it to a player that you can't, that you, uh, like Cam Robinson, do we know if he's really good? Not sure. So let's tag him. We have to pay him the top five at his position, which is a hit to the cap, but we don't have to commit a long-term contract to him. Um, so it's kind of like a prove, prove it deal for in this case, but in like a Devontae Adams case, which he, I think, is getting franchised, Yeah, that's more of a... Uh, Oh shit! We um, probably won't be able to come to an agreement on a long-term contract, so let's tag him, guarantee that he's going to be here. Um, kind of situation. Gotcha. There was a debate on the radio today whether it's fair for the players because in Devonte Adams' situation, if he's tagged this year and he gets a really bad injury, he does not have. Um, he's, along. Got, he's got no chance of getting a long term with somebody. He doesn't have a chance. Yeah, I mean, he, he'll get a long term, but it won't be as big. Like if there was no franchise tag and he entered the open market this uh, this season, I guess that's what it. I guess that's why the Packers did it. They tagged him because if he hit, if they didn't tag him, he would hit free agency, and they would definitely get outbid by someone. Oh yeah, for sure. So that's what sucks for him is he's now he now has to play for the Packers at this price, which is top five at his position, but um, he doesn't get the open market, which would give him stupid amount of money um, and a long term deal. Um, 
So these other guys, because not many teams franchise tagged a player. So these other players that did get franchise tagged, they're players that the team is like, we want to keep them, but we're not sure for how long. But we'll get yeah. you for one more year. Yeah, or they're afraid of them not coming to a deal and him hit, hitting the open market, which is only in a week. Yes, and they would definitely lose the player to the open market for sure. Yeah, so, especially if we're talking Mike Gesicki. Yeah, and like Cam Robinson, maybe not. DJ Chark potentially. Um, that's why the Jaguars had a decision to make: Chark or Robinson. Um, see, the NBA does not have this, which is why, which may benefit if they did, because these small market teams could keep their stars. So, for example, I'm trying to think of one. Who who would have left and maybe maybe LeBron wouldn't have been able to leave to the go to the Heat. They could have just tagged him. <laughs> I mean, they would only been do, the NFL. You're only allowed to do it for two two years in a row. Mm-hmm. So the Cavs could have like prolonged his career for two years on the Cavs. So whether that's a positive or a negative, it's probably a negative for players. Definitely a positive for the owners. Yeah, it's. Definitely a negative for players. Of course, they're going to make it beneficial to the owners because they're the ones that run the business of the entire league. Hey. God damn it. It's fucking dumb. It's in our shoes. Oh, okay. Okay, let me go well, kill him. All right, we're going to uh, – let's let's go to our Austin interview with Austin Lane. Great interview, fun interview. Uh, and then we'll talk some other NFL when we get back from that. And uh, Kings of the Weekend. You're you're on a winning streak. You've beat some big names. What do you feel like? Are you ready for the big show? Man, the way I see it in the big show, you need three things. Either you have to have a look, either you got to knock people out, or you can talk in the microphone. Well, guess what? I can fucking do all three. Anyway, so you're not drinking because of conditioning? Well, yeah, just because where I'm at right now, um, I could be getting a call, like, short notice to fight somebody. Um, so, like, the last thing I want on my mind is, like, well, shit, I'm just coming off of, like, a two-day bender. And, <laughs> and, and I have to get ready to fight somebody. So. How short notice are we talking? I mean, you know, the goal right now is the UFC. And if that's the case, I mean, you could be talking about a couple of days. You can be talking what? about a week. Jeez. Yeah, especially if with my opportunity because, you know, I'm, I'm – I put the work in, and now it's just kind of waiting for that phone call. So if that phone call comes three days out before a fight, I don't have to take it, but I would want to take it, you know? Right. So, like, when when these – the main eventers or the people that are on the card mm-hmm. are have a fight, they usually know about the fight, like he- – Oh, yeah. I mean, well I, ideally, we're, we're talking months, months and months yeah. in advance. Yeah. Um, you're looking at a fight camp. Usually is going to last around nine to ten weeks. And then before that, you probably know a couple months before that even. So, yeah, there's there's definitely um, a lot of heads up here. But, like, if you're towards the bottom of the car, you're not a champion, you're trying to get in the league, mm-hmm. sometimes it's going to it's okay. gonna be a short notice fight. Yeah, that's the grind. Yeah. So I remember we talked to you last in the summer, and you said your next fight wasn't in for a couple months out in the Carib Royale. Yeah, Orlando. yeah. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I guess a, a few things have happened since then. Uh, that's why it's been that long. It's been, yeah. 
It's, it's, been, it's been forever with you guys. It's good to see you guys. Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year. I hope you guys are well. Shitty Jaguar season. Um, yeah, shitty Jaguar season. <laughs> with the whole football season. Uh, I mean, yeah, so I think last time we talked, yeah, excited for Urban Meyer. You yeah. know, he's going to be the real deal. Going to get these guys what what do. We asked you about Trevor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We like to have you on every time we get a new head coach. So. I like that, yeah. man. Well, hopefully, well, hopefully I'll see you guys yeah. in like five or six years after <laughs> yeah. this. But no, as far as that fight was concerned, that fight went well um, in Orlando. And then I actually made the decision to sign with a different promotion because, there's, you know, I was on the regional scene. Um, I had to go a little more national. So I signed with Fury FC uh, and that kind of got me like a little more notoriety, I guess you would say, in terms of being on UFC Fight Pass and fighting mm-hmm. kind of all over the country then. Yeah, I was kind of curious because I saw it was with Fury FC and I'd never mm-hmm. heard of that before. So yeah. I was wondering if that was a subdivision yeah. of UFC and were, we, were you independent before or what, what was the, yeah, the promoting so, company? So I, I wasn't tied to any promotion before Fury FC. Um, I guess I was more, you'd say independent, you know, I mean, I was kind of tied to combat night because they always got me fights, but I never sound like more than a, a one fight deal mm-hmm. with Fury FC. I actually signed a four fight deal with them and how that came into play was Mick Maynard, who is one of the matchmakers for the UFC. Um, his best friend runs, Fury FC. Do they call them bookers? Like a, yeah, yeah. It'd be like a or, booker in professional okay. wrestling. Kind of the same thing. Yeah. Matchmakers, bookers. Yeah. So um, Mick kind of got a hold of, of my manager, my coach, and said, hey, we want Austin to do this. We think it's, it's a good look for him. Um, he'll get the challenging fights that he needs. And if he does well, then we'll take a look at him for the UFC. So that's kind of the, the process that went into signing with Fury FC. And it's worked out ever since. How many fights have you had so far with them? I've had two fights with them. So okay. I, I fought the former champion. His name was Juan Adams, former UFC fighter. And dude, I didn't even know this shit. So going into that fight, I wish I would have knew. I was, <laughs> I was a plus 800 underdog um, in that fight. Wow. And the only reason I know about that is because after I beat him, I had people reach out to me on Twitter saying, dude, I just won so much money off of <laughs> really? And I'm like, well, hey, feel free to pay, you know, send me a little for the, for the trouble and everything. I had no idea. <laughs> um, so I wish I would have known about that one. And then this last fight that I fought this past Saturday, I was the favorite in that one. Do you usually know your odds before you go in? No, I mean, though, I, 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 like the Greg Hardy fight that I had for Dana White's Contender Series, mm-hmm. I knew the odds of that one because they were posted literally everywhere. I know. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was his first fight? Uh, that was his third, or no, his fourth fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I, I found out about the last two odds for my fights in Fury. Oh, didn't he get knocked out this past year? So he, he's actually fighting this Saturday, too. Um, oh. He got knocked out On UFC's out by, card? Yeah, he, he got knocked out by Ty Tuivasa, uh, his last fight. Everyone uh, who, that. Who's this, this slugger from uh, Australia. He, mm. He's the guy that does the, the shoeies. If you ever see him drink uh, beer out of a shoe, that's Oh, him. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. him. Pretty hardcore. I remember that. Okay, now yeah. I remember seeing the clip of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's disgusting. You ever done a shoey before? <laughs> Hell no. No, there's, there's no way, man. There's that's no way. so gross. And it's like he, a dirty old boot, ain't it? Well, exactly. <laughs> and if you want to take it even to the next level, what he used to do, I think they kind of talked him to just stop doing it. He used to spit in it. What the? Because that's going to yeah. make it that much worse. Because I, I guess, because when you're from Australia, you, you do the most outlandish shit of all time. And I saw them doing it in the crowd, too. Yes. Like, people were taking just off. Just people's just, shoes. Ugh. Oh, bro, who you telling? And, like, have, did we ask him about wash? I mean, did we ask him about washing legs? Did we ask you about if you wash your legs on the last? No, podcast? I don't think you have. No, no. I don't think so. Do you wash your legs in the shower? It's an aggressive question. Yeah, it is, but, <laughs> and it's had, relevant. No, it I, is I got relevant. you. I got you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, every yeah. time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have like a what do you call it? It's not like a loofah, but Oof. it's like the the sponge thing. Yeah, like the, that's the, a loofah thing. Yeah, is yeah. it on a stick well, to make it easier? No, it's, it's not a stick it's though. A stick. Well, dude, I mean, see this wingspan? I'm like Giannis, man. I'm good to go. So no, I take the sponge thing and I just yeah, I get my legs and everything. Okay, because I don't, and that was a. Oh, that's he's a, like just staring me down right now. That's an issue, though, huh? Or not? Well, no, it's not an issue. I, okay, I, I would. Well, he's got his once. reasons. 
I would wash if it was. Okay. And and why I say why I bring that up is because yeah. I also obviously don't wash my feet every time. Sure. Which I don't really either. Okay. Wash my feet like my like I go on to like my That's, ankle. You got to go all okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is this is why people have a disgust with feet. I because like a lot of people I talk to they hate feet, and yeah. now I, I understand why. Because sick motherfuckers like you <laughs> that don't fully wash them, and then people got their feet all in people's faces. They're standing on soap the whole shower. They're standing it's on a good point. Soapy I mean, water. You, you kind of are marinating, soaking in that water. <laughs> Depending on what kind That's of shower not washing you got. though. Because well, okay, if, if so, you're using that log logic for feet, then okay. that means the rest of your body's getting soap as well, okay. running the, the whole thing. So then go ahead and take, because I thought we're on the same page, but now we're not on the same page anymore. <laughs> we were with legs. I mean, we, we kind of just fall off the wayside. So then take me through your shower regimen. You're, you're actually like on one leg doing a yoga pose, getting your bottom of your feet and everything. So yeah, with, oh, the, wow. with a washcloth. Yeah. Oh, wow. I will, wow. I will have to hold on the wall so I don't slip, obviously. Yeah, that okay, would be good, bad. good, good. soapy feet. Yes. I don't want to slip. Yeah. But yeah, I'll get in there and crusty toes because I get very sweaty, smelly socks. Oh, so I, I feel I, like I, I have well. to scrub my toes and shit. Okay. I feel like it's essential. See, I'm kind of like somewhere in the middle then. Like, if you yeah. guys were divorced, you guys just put in custody with me. Right now because, <laughs> I'm, because I'm kind of on both sides. Like, I agree you should wash your legs down your ankle. But as far as the feet are concerned, you're just marinating, man. You're fine. You're, okay. you're good to go. Back. Yeah, right. I I enjoy pedicures as well. So I I've never it. had one. I've never had one either, but I want to. People swear by them. Yeah. Wow. If you're ticklish, so if you're ticklish in your legs and feet, I don't recommend them. I had to get oh. used to that. Okay, I had to get used to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm real ticklish down there. Yeah, we had so many players in our locker room for like their game day. Like, um, so like, you know, Saturday was a day you kind of went out and did whatever you wanted to do, and then Sunday you travel, or you, it depends. But um, sometimes you travel on Saturdays. But players would go get pedicures mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. I, mean, I remember Rasheed Mathis like sweared by it. Like yeah. that was his go-to, and I never understood it. I guess I have to. I can't knock it till I try. Yeah, once you have it, once you get yeah. one, you might understand. They it. massage it, they hydrate it. Yeah, it's revitalizing. I okay. guess. Okay. You know? And then like they, uh, do they like put like a lacquer on? Do they like make it shiny too and stuff? Or it, it, I don't know what's going. I on. I mean, if you want. Okay. But it's it's mostly just toes clipping and. Okay. They do. I think they do. They will put like a clear coat if you okay. request yeah, if you it. Because okay. every time I but go to the one, am year, I asking? No, <laughs> probably not. No, sometimes with that clear coat bottle. <laughs> sometimes they'll joke. You be like, "One color, sorry." Hey, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. They be Korean, chill. But yeah, they ask if you want color. But it's come on. Everybody knows Asians run yeah, the yeah, yeah. nail, no, nail parlor. They, they, they definitely do. It's pretty much common knowledge that it if they're speaking their language while they're rubbing your feet, they're talking shit about your feet for sure. Without definitely a doubt. in there. So go go through uh, you winning your recent. You said you had two belts. Yeah. So because I, I so I've, I've won the first one against Juan Adams, and then I defended the belt against this last guy, um, Eric Lunsford. So, so how? Oh, go ahead. No, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say like how many fights in between defending that is it usually? How many what's, fights? What the hell was? Oh, process? I mean, usually like you know, if, if you win the championship, then you got to defend right away. Oh, right you know away. I'm so yeah, so like so your next fight, you're that's defending. That's where I was at. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I was at. Um, you know, I mean, ideally, you probably want a little time off, but I want to get back in there as soon as possible. Yeah, Just is that your first championship belt in MMA? No, this would have been nope, my fake. fourth. <laughs> oh, I am, I am a hell of fake. <laughs> this, this, this would have been my. I, I just said it didn't say it like on any website or anything. So it's hard uh, to yeah. see, but this is my fourth one. Oh, I, I will. I, I don't know how to do it, but I'll try to update your wiki. Oh, your appreciate wiki that, dude. Yeah, I'd be, what's up? I didn't have a, a lot of trouble finding, you know, your stats and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You, know, you have like a UFC page, even so. Yeah, which is wild yeah. because I'm not part of the UFC yet, but there is a UFC page of me. Um, get your so I'll, I'll tell. So for whatever reason, there's like two big primary sources to find like MMA fighters. There's Tapology, and then there's Sharedog. 
And Sheridog, for whatever reason, we had a day on the radio show uh, for ESPN 690 where I dressed up like Gardner Minshew. It was Brent's idea, my co-host. So I'm wearing like jean shorts and a bandana. Big ass And Gardner. Sheridog, Sheridog used that photo of me no. for my fighter profile. Oh. So dude, I looked like the most ridiculous person ever with like cut off jean shorts, a bandana, and a white t-shirt. And like that's my picture on Sheridog. Yeah, like, that's the only picture we could find. Yeah, people got to be so... Con- no one around the UFC yet. Dana White saw that shit. It's like, nah. I, I think we're all set. We don't need him right now. So who knows? Uh, so, and then what? Your most recent fight? You re, yeah. you uh, defend successfully defended. Yeah, your that title. It, it was a nasty one. So yeah. this is the, the the one this past Saturday. Um, Where was it, this? Uh, this was in Dallas, Texas, which I'm a huge fan of. Dallas. You guys have been to Dallas. Un- once. Un- fun time. Unfortunately, yeah, I went in 2020, okay. right when COVID, like four months after COVID hit, yeah. the streets were dead. It yeah. was crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I bet it's not like that all the time. No, no, no. It, it was fun uh, when I was there, but it was a, it was one of the weirder fights that I've been a part of all the way up even to like the stare down, right? Because when you, when you stare somebody down, like in my mind, you start to win the fight right there, mm-hmm. right? So like we weigh in, he makes weight 263, I'm 247, all good. Um, and like, I kind of have a certain way that I go about my stare downs where we stand in front of each other. I just Put my hands behind my back and I just mean mug you. Like I don't say anything. I don't show any kind of emotion. And I try to look right through you. And in my mind, when I'm looking at you, I'm like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna kill you. Kill you Basically, yeah. you know, I, I'm not trying to kill you, but like that's yeah. the mindset. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. I look. And so we get up there and he's looking at me. I'm looking at him and whatever. And it seems like it's an eternity, bro. Like it's like literally <laughs> yeah. 10 seconds, but it seems like it's taken forever. And there's all someone of a sudden, between you, like going like this, like yeah, yeah. There's like, all right, guys, make it easy. Hype it up, you know, the heavyweight champ, you know. <laughs> So um, he looks at me, he goes, I feel like I've known you my entire life. Oh my- <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God. Now. Why he flirting? Now, the- that, that bomb has <laughs> been planted, right? Like, this, this, has, this, this has been ingrained in my mind now. Okay, so this is your move. And I'm like, so like, if you watch the video, I'm kind of like, but I, I still try to look at him and shit. Because I don't know if, if I'm trying to respond, like, man, I was, that was dumb as shit. Or yeah, if I should yeah. just play it cool. I played it cool, man. But like, that, that was... The weirdest, you know, face-off. I had 20 of them now I've ever been a part of. Um, the fight was weird in itself where he actually blew out his entire knee. Oh, yeah. Shit. MCL, ACL, MCL. Jeez. What was, was the was, move that he did? So all I did was I went for a takedown, and he tried to counter it. So by countering, he, he planted all his weight on one oh. foot. Mm. And, you know, me huh. being a former player, dude, you got to finish the, the, the tackle. And I just finished it, and all of a sudden I heard a pop. And Fuck. it's wild because as fighters, we're always taught that don't, stop until the ref takes you off yeah. right because the last thing you want to do is have a guy on the ground you're, you're punching him and you stop just because you feel bad from whatever that would be you me. lose the fight because of it right yeah, yeah, you say yeah, sorry yeah. and it's yeah. over my bad man my, my bad are you okay are you okay ko so uh, so i hear the pop we fall i hear him scream and right there for like the first time in my life i didn't like go till the ref i'm just like yeah, and the ref came running over, and the ref was even confused. And I'm like, I pointed, and you <laughs> saw it. So, um, you know, it's it's a W, but like it's it's not the way you want to yeah. win, right? Uh, so, I saw so, your face. You're like kind of oh you're yeah, disgusted. I, I, I was pissed, man. I, I mean, I was pissed for him, obviously, because he put the time in as well, you right. know, and, and you want to give him the fight. Um, and, and we were going back and forth. There's going to be a great fight, and then also like you know, you kind of have it what you're going to say on the microphone after. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to be a badass when you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? so unless you're McGregor, kinda, I'm yeah. sure you would have said some. Uh, of course, of course, <laughs> McGregor was. I'm, I'm, your, your wife's in my DMs and all that shit. And I liked what you I said though. You, yeah. the, what you said, uh, and I'll play it and I'll put it in in post production. But what you said, it didn't have to. Uh, 
it didn't have to be about him and it wasn't really about him. It yeah, was about, yeah. you know, you. Yeah. And it didn't not the situation. Like I didn't think the situation took it took away from, you know, what No, you said. for sure. And and that's the thing too, is like people someone told me, um, one of my teammates told me, he's like, dude, that, that was, man, you rehearsed that. Huh? That was good. I'm like, no, I don't rehearse shit. Oh, you didn't? Oh, no. Nice. That, that, that's always off the top of the dome just that because, like, you you never know what kind of mindset you're going to be in in a fight. Like, I always, mm-hmm. you know, I always visualize it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this cool anime move before he calls my name. When, when I walk to the cage, that's going to be cool. Right. And then I'm going to be doing this when I win. Dude, it never pans out like that. So I, I never plan out what I'm going to say because sometimes people want to boo you and then all of a sudden it, like, throws you off. Right, it's a right. professional wrestling. It's all in the moment. It, it's yeah. all in the moment, yeah. So I don't like to, uh, I like to improvise everything. Walkout yeah. music? You have oh walkout music they've done me so dirty <laughs> so the past, yeah bro this has been the worst so my past three fights uh, I've I've had a song it's it's Acid King by Malibu Ken um, Aesop Rock uh, and then a producer they're like they they're a joint effort but um, he, he's he's a good rapper from New York um, it's my go to and the past three fights that I've had they didn't play it because of the language and like the theme of it. So I've gotten surprised to Lil Nas X Old Town Road. No, so if you go back and watch that fight, I'm I'm coming out. I'm hyped up. Right, it's again visualizing. It's all playing out, and all of a sudden I hear the (laughs) 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 and and I turn to my coach. I'm like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) (laughs) So it immediately took me out of my head space. Um, The the fight after that was uh, Rockstar. Um, The Post Malone. No, the other the Bad Bunny. Little rock star, this mm. ain't no guitar. This is a gla- whatever that song's called. Uh, Are we not bad, bad Bunny? No, you guys know who Bad Bunny is. Yeah, I know. We bad know Bunny. Bad Bunny. Um, we're not I can't remember with the song. music. Yeah, okay. I wasn't really familiar with it either. But that was the song, and then yeah. this last one was Bone Crusher. Uh, ain't never scared, which that, is, which is a classic for my youth. That is a classic. Did you not choose it? I didn't choose it. You're not allowed to. No, I did choose it, but they didn't play my song. Oh, just what because the fuck? Of the language, yeah. The language. The language. What is this? A wedding? Yeah, you're. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're literally beating people to a fucking pole, and they're we're, mad we're about literally getting nigga. ready to put on a blood sport for the fans, and I can't even pick my own song. Yeah, right. so that's uh, that's been a kind of rough past three fights for me in terms of music selection. <laughs> but dude, but dudes, I mean, like, what would your song be? That's uh, put me on the spot. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's good. Eric? Mine would, be, one, Eric? mine would be fuck up some college. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I would come out to some yeah. fucking future yeah. from DS2. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That's good. Probably some Disney song. Yeah? Lion King. But there's this one fighter. Ah, that would be badass. Oh, oh shit. Simba's coming. And, and then Willis. <laughs> and then time it so when it peaks, you know, when oh, he lifts course. up Simba, that's when I like get up on the, the I like barrier. That, and then they may I talk like about that. the language in that one. Mm, I can't. like that. Yeah, I like that. I have to get uh, the rights, though, I guess. Oh, no. You can put, speak whatever. You play it. Play yeah, whatever. You put whatever. Yeah, you're good. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Not on this. Not on this podcast. Oh, not on this podcast. No, no, no it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, uh, can can we see the? Can we see oh yeah, the yeah. Belt? I got the belt. Here. So what? What yeah. do you just carry the belt everywhere with you? Why? Well, do you, no, what okay, do you? Okay. Just, so. okay. So sorry now because I didn't want to bring the belt, but somebody was in the DM saying, "Hey, bring the belt," and I'm not sure if you were kidding or not. So I decided to. But like, I was, no, I had this shit completely um, dead ass. So so when I got the belt, like, because some fighters were like, "Wear it through the airport." There, there ain't no fucking way, dude. Like, wow. I'm, I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna. No, there's no way because people already start me enough in yeah. the airport. Right, right. Sometimes yeah. a little worried, you know. <laughs> like, so, so sometimes clutching their kids a little tighter just because you know it's me. It's the dreads, but, uh, man. It's the dreads. It's the it's, it's a combination yeah. of things. 
But um, no, as far as the belt's concerned, like this is the belt. So you're belt. lifting it very gracefully, but when he yeah. handed oh, it dude, to me earlier, as hell. Yeah. it is the heavy. Like I did not expect. It spin, is it because it's real, real gold? Like what is? I mean, I don't is, think it's. I don't think it's real gold, but like. Whatever the metal is, I'm like, they're, they're not my, messing around. My shoulders hurt. And, and if you smell it too, I think it's real leather, which I I'm not think I'm gonna smell I'll it. smell it. Yeah, it could be some real gator or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh wow, because it, it does resemble gator at the end there. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Mm. Damn this shit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's this very is a belt heavy. belt boy. Yeah, it's belt belt. How much do you think it weighs? Whew. I don't know, man. Twenty. Twenty. Trying to think about 25? dumbbells. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, like, like the donut. I don't know, 25? Yeah, it's probably 20. Yeah, 20, I mean, 25. it's heavy enough where you can't strap it around your waist. We have a yeah. scale. Because it w- w- wouldn't stick. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Why don't you have cauliflower ears? <laughs> I'm lost Weird here. question, right? No, that's a great question. Do people know what cauliflower ears even are, though? I don't. It's yeah. like when you see, yeah, you explain it. Yeah, so basically cauliflower ear is when the cartilage in your ear from grappling or doing jujitsu gets so broken down that it fills up with blood. And if you don't drain it right away, it becomes like your ears just kind of close up. Interesting. So, um, like, like a lot of old school grapplers, a lot of wrestlers, collegiate wrestlers will have cauliflower ear. It's hence why they wear the, the headgear in mm-hmm. college wrestling because of cauliflower ear. The reason why I don't have cauliflower ear is because thankfully I've never really been put in bad positions in grappling or jujitsu. Um, okay. So that's the reason. I'm, I'm starting to on my right side a little bit. Uh, I think a couple more years it'll get there, but it's kind of like a badge of of of, of courage. You yeah, know, a badge it of honor. Is. It's like, oh, that guy's a fighter. Well, I always say like, if to my friend, cauliflower, 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 Cause, cause like it, the, it looks yeah, like vegetable. Cauliflower. I'm dead. Like, if you're in a bar, that's <laughs> uh, I always tell people. Like, if you're in a bar and you see a guy with cauliflower ear, like if you notice his ears are a little fucked up, yeah, it's time to walk away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't care how tall, how small he is, walk away because that guy's probably an assassin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if I was in the ring with you, yeah, um, and you had to beat me the quickest, <laughs> would you go for a kit knock? And obviously, I'm a little skilled, but yeah, for sure, never been in tennis, a ring. right? I've been tennis, tennis yeah, yeah, and tennis. street fighting. Uh, street fight, okay, yeah, okay, and street yeah. fighting, okay. Uh, you didn't know that? No, no, no. Okay. I, I got you. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, street fighting. You don't know about that high school, yeah. Andy. No, I got you, high school, Andy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Would you go? You want you want to beat me the quickest? Knockout or tap out? Oh wow. I mean, all right. So, former tennis. Oh, you still play tennis, right? Tennis, yes. High, highly ranked. Um, I'm a four. So, so you have agility. So you got, you got yeah, movement. Oh yeah. So you got yeah. movement. Okay. Okay. Um, how tall are you? Uh, six. Six feet. Okay. Six one ninety two. I, I, if realistically, I would probably t- to tell you to pick a number between one and twenty five. Twenty. And then that would be the way I choke you out. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I mean, I, I could try to go for, you know, the, the KO. But, dude, if, if, if you're agile and stuff, like, I, I might take a little I've bit. I've never dodged a punch, though, in okay. my whole life. Well, you're a street fighter, so you're, you're a bad Oh, I was fighter. lying about that. Oh, okay. yeah, was- <laughs> or, or, or were you, but you from behind their backs. Like, right. they didn't see you coming. Like, yeah. just one punch and then you're gone. Yeah. Okay. It is weird that I've never dodged a punch in my life. How many times have, have you been, been in a punched? fight? No. No. I obviously will try to avoid that at oh, all of course. costs. Yeah, we all should. Yeah. yeah, yeah, But no, there's some that like fights. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, you've I've seen your pictures uh, <laughs> at the Jaguars game with oh, the Bills fan. But I've never been in a fight either, like a punching throwing fight. Okay. I mean, are, are the it Jaguars was, that was a in? grappling. Oh, yeah, that was more of a grappling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because, but, but he wanted to throw a punch. Because in the picture, yeah, I drunkenly fell over the seats. 
I did not. Okay. That's Nobody knows that. I except know that. You, unless you listen to the last episode from 2017. Okay, I got you. So got he you. ran to the seats after I had fell. Yeah. And then he came on top of me. Yeah. And I grabbed his arm so he couldn't hit me. I got you. Because I'm not fucking hitting this guy. I'd probably oh, kill no, him. no, dude. Of course. I'm drunk as fuck yeah, and I don't yeah. know what, what I'm going to do dude, with my he, strength. He falls, <laughs> he hits his head, and then it's game over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's why yeah. I've never been in a fight because. I don't know my own strength and I don't want to find out yeah. because I might end up in jail. For sure. I was in jail for a whistle. I'm definitely going to jail if I hit somebody. <laughs> so I can't do that. True so story. I, I yeah. grabbed his arms and yeah. I was like, hey, I'm not hitting this dude. I'm just going to hold his arms until people come and get him off of me. And All that's right. what happened. Well, let me ask you guys this question because this is something that I have noticed my first couple of years here in Jacksonville. Um, this might be more of a Florida thing. But when you guys have found yourselves out, and I mean, I'm sure you guys have found yourselves out in a social setting with drinking where there's been a, squ- a squirmish or something where people are talking shit, right? Yeah. Has it ever got to the point where any of you guys have taken off your shirts? Because I don't, I don't know what it is when, like, people start talking shit. Like, they take off their shirts, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, so what, what are we going to do about it? Hell I've no. Seen this ever happened? I've seen that, but I've but, never done that. Not okay. for me. Okay. Because <laughs> I saw literally, I mean, this is probably three years ago. It's like the last time I've really been out, like, at Jacksonville Beach, okay? Um, it must have been some college kids going back and forth. I don't know what it was. But the kid literally took off his shirt and said, all right, we doing this? And then he proceeded just to walk away. Like, the shirt was off. Like, he just walked away, dude. Like, like if you take uh, off the shirt, you got to commit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where the shirt taking off came from. I don't, I don't know, know what either. kind of yeah. cultural thing that it's is. A, it's like an intimidation factor, maybe? I guess. But uh, if you're not Jack, then. Yeah, it is, it's just, I think it's, it's your flag. Uh, that's it's a flag. <laughs> Like, Rick Ross always got his shirt off. Oh, of course. But, you know, but, I mean, for him, I think it's more of, uh, it's, it's the brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, his 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 titties, <laughs> his, his titties. But are yeah, the no, I'm I'm not taking off my shirt to try to. No, fight take off shirt. Okay. No. okay, I don't want to invite that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that energy toward me. I respect so, it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my yeah. way of going about those things is try to cool down the situation For before sure. any fights well, happen. And have I told you guys? So when I became a professional MMA fighter, this is the dumbest shit ever. I had to register my hands as weapons. Whoa. Yeah. Which is stupid. So you're always carrying. I, I, yeah, I guess you could say <laughs> that. Then. Uh, I guess you could say that. <laughs> but it's That's but pretty bad. But seriously though, but if I was to like for whatever reason, let's say I go and get drunk and punch somebody, mm-hmm. they could oh they that could, could be throw a felony. The, oh, that could be a felony. I, I could be doing time. Oh, so my that's kind of reason gosh. why I don't go out and pursue that either. Obviously, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, there's there's been fighters out there that have literally ruined their lives because they got a little too drunk and knocked yeah, somebody and out, knocked somebody and, out. And, and it wasn't self defense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, well, I actually saw a story of that pretty recently of a guy that was in UFC, I think, yeah, who yeah. knocked somebody out. Yeah. And he's getting face time for sure. It's not going to be good. Yeah. So do you have to get like an open carry permit? <laughs> yeah. Or do you have to put them in gloves all the time? <laughs> Big oven mitts? Yeah. <laughs> Safety's on? No, it's not like that, but I wish. Well, speaking of hands, uh, the NFL combine is going on. And yeah. Oh, nice. Boring. I, I used to be, I used to like the combine Yeah. Uh, because I was a little bit more naive thinking that it mattered. Um, but the most, uh, I guess, the biggest story so far was today when, uh, what's his name, Kyle Pickett? Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Pickett? From yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. Hand size. He, yeah, hand size. <laughs> he would have the smallest hands at eight and a half inches. Um, mm-hmm. So what do you think? Does, does that matter? Like Michael Vick so had this, the Mike biggest Vick had bullet. Eight and a half. Yeah, Vick had eight and a half and as well. And he's the strongest thrower of the football. So, you know, I mean, I got so many combine stories that I can share, and maybe I will tell you a couple of them. But to me, the combine... Um, at least when I was there, this is 2010, it, it's such a waste of time in so many areas. Um, and it's such a power grab for coaches and scouts yeah. and GMs to be like, well, we can make him do this. We can yeah, make him do that. That's what I, yeah. um, 
you know, as far as the hand sizes is concerned, you know, it's the old school belief that people say if you have bigger hands, you have more strength. If you have more strength, you throw a football farther. Now, I think science has kind of dispelled that a little bit because Mike Vick, eight and a half, had, Burrow. A, had, a, had a cannon. Burrow, yeah. nine, had, has a, a good arm himself. So, to me, it's more something that the media just likes to take and run yeah. with because it's something to talk about because the combine, sure. at the end of the day, can be boring as hell. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's where we're at with that, I believe. Do you remember what your hand size was? I think 10 and 3 eighths. I brought. Is oh, that, shit. Is yeah, that from the tape. top of the middle finger to no, the palm? No, you, you do. Uh, it's, um, yeah, I think you measured yours wrong because you. there's no way mine's bigger than yours. So you, it's you're going here, right? From I believe. Here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I'll do it first. Okay. Oh, I like this. I can't. Not, nine, a little bit more than nine. Yeah, okay. Bro. Heisman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trophy winner. I see. Yeah, a little bit more than nine. Super Bowl contender. So stretch as much as you can. Ten. Nice. Ten. All right. I'm a quarterback, buddy. Oh, my. I started doing yoga, though, so maybe like that it's kind of stretch it out. On the table. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm a doctor. Zan <laughs> doing a split. Oh, uh, ten and change. About yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. So we're all. I guess we got to get in the ring, buddy. <laughs> Dude, but no, wait, wait. I got I to gotta condition for a year first. <laughs> Let's get it, man. I, I told you last time I was on the show. Like, I you, know. You, you, you can get the frame. You one, thing, I, one thing I really want to do, though, I want to try boxing. Like okay. I want to. I want to like get with a trainer and. I want to do it for cardio. Yeah, me yeah, too. Dude. Oh, it's it's one of the best cardio you can ever and do. coordination. Yes, I think it'll help me with my. It's coordination. one of the best workouts you can ever do. Because I'm pretty so. clumsy, but yeah. make it happen. I got to find me a a gym here. Yeah, that we can subscribe to and I like it. Go there a lot. Yeah, I mean, I'd offer a bar gym, man. But I'll go. You have the show. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds good. But, boxing, um, Andy. But no, so like you know, like I say, like the hand size doesn't mean anything. Even like the height sometimes gets overblown. But one of the things that really messed me up about the combine, um, I've always been considered six foot six. And for whatever reason, when I went to the combine, I don't know if it was just the coach wasn't a fan of me or whatever the case may be, but like the, the strength coach was from Arizona. I'm walking up to the scale because, you know, it's you're in your spandex and you have like a million coaches watching you. You, you can hear Rex Ryan's ass. Oh, that's a, that's a stud. Or that's a, <laughs> like, dude, what Rex Ryan was like notorious for going, well, that, that guy's a fucking really? jet right there. Or oh, that guy's a little too sloppy for me. So I hear him in the background. I'm like, all right, here we go. Wow. And, and I'm like a little pudgy. I don't really care. I'm not self-conscious or anything at this time because I'm going to the NFL. So fuck it. So I go up to the scale, 273, get on the height. And the guy's like, hmm, all right, all right. Because he's, you know, he's holding the, the measuring thing. He's like, oh, you're 6'6", six, six, huh? I'm like, yeah, 6'6". Six, six. He goes, 6'5 and 5 ace. What? And I go, motherfucker. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So kind of did me dirty there. I don't know what he had against me that day. But, um, yeah, 6'5 and 5 ace. This kind of sound like a slave auction. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, so, I mean, honestly. 6'5, six, six, five, five, boy. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's uh, Chill it's, though. it's just Sorry. it's it's a it's such a wild process, you know. I mean, there, there's the point where you're just you're in your spandex, you're laying on a table, and you have 32 team doctors poking and prodding at you, you know, mm. seeing your your injury history and all that shit. And it's just it's cold, it's awkward, it's just it's, yeah, yeah, it sucks. What, what's the what was your most? I guess you said you had some stories. Any yeah, any yeah. funny interview stories? I mean, oh, dude. So you have to remember who you're talking to at that time is not who I am now. You know, like at that time, I was trying to be a people pleaser, yes sir, no sir kind of guy because, you know, I'm coming from a small school, so I'm trying to make a good first impression. Of course. You know, it's the NFL. So right? I'll never forget, I'm in the Miami Dolphins um, meeting room. 
<clears throat> and they kind of set the scene a little bit. Like if you ever seen like the mafia movies, like if you ever seen Goodfellas, if you ever seen like The I've Godfather, Binge Sopranos a few times. There you go. <laughs> so like every, everyone's sitting at the table, you know, coaches, GM, um, scouts, everyone's at the table, right? And I think at the time, what was the guy's name? Uh, Sprogno was the head coach, if I'm not mistaken, Italian guy. Go figure. And um, <laughs> and, and the way it is, it's like when you walk in, it's all eyes are on you, right? So you're sitting at the head of the table, basically. So I walk okay, in. Okay, Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, yeah. So I'm walking in. Um, you know, it's kind of dark, so it's kind of hard to see everybody. And I'm sitting down. And, like, I'm nervous as hell. I'm sweating, dude. Because, like, I'm trying to make a good first impression. I feel the pressure. It's one of my very first interviews with the teams. And, uh, one, like, the second or third question is, so you smoked weed before? And I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> so this is 2010. So 2010. I think it was still heavily oh, tested. Definitely heavily tested. And to tell you the truth, so in college – up until my sophomore year, I would smoke, but it wasn't a consistent thing because I honestly, and it's going to sound, you know, like a square now, but I didn't want to get busted. Right. I, I didn't want to blow my opportunity. So I really didn't smoke. So, you know, I, I want to purvey that fact, but I also knew in the back of my mind, like, well, I, I, I have a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. like, do I lie? Do they, do, do they know something? What the fuck do I say? Yeah. here? So I go, no, sir. Haven't smoked ever. And this is Tony. I'm talking to the, the head coach. I, go, I haven't smoked ever. He goes, interesting. And there's like a moment of silence. I think this is the Wildcat guy, Tony Sperano. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is yeah, the Wildcat yeah. guy. Good yeah. call, good call. So there's like a, I'm like, no, sir, I haven't, you know, strong, getting my voice across. And there's like four seconds of silence. And all of a sudden I go, I asked about black and milds though. <laughs> <laughs> now, why did I say this? I have, no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea because I'm so nervous. It's like, they know, so, they know. I yeah, gotta say yeah. something. So I'm like, well, I gotta defend myself. But I asked about black and milds. <laughs> and I'll never get, so Tony goes, hey, Tony goes, why the fuck did you say that? <laughs> I go, I don't know, sir. <laughs> Next question. You're like, we yeah. didn't ask. Yeah. yeah. Don't care. But then, I mean, uh, and I've shared stuff before about like the, the questions that you get from scouts. Um, they want, you know, it'd be like, you know, what's your defense to play in? How'd you like playing a stand up edge rush versus, uh, you know, down in the dirt edge rush? Do you find your mom attractive? You know, and it's like, wait, wait what? <laughs> and, and the, the Are whole, you serious? I swear to God. Damn. What and the fuck? Uh, as fuck? Dude, I, I've gotten... Was, weird. <laughs> uh, was your mom attractive? Boxers or briefs? Um, do you wash your legs? If you, if, you, if, you, if you wash your legs, if you could kill somebody, how would you do it? What? Um, and if In you the kill, octagon? And if you, use somebody, if you killed somebody, would you use a knife or a gun? And the thought... And I asked... Uh, and you, how do you answer that? Like, well, so the theory is, is that gun. if you use a knife, you're more personable. And if you use a gun, it means that you don't like confrontation because you do it from a distance. Are that, you, are you that's how it's broken down to me. And what was your answer? Do you remember? Um, I think I said a gun. Do they try to relate? Oh, that? So. They try to relate that answer to football. So, so, I mean, I think it's a little relating to football, but it's also like trying to throw you off your game to see how you react to that. And you had to answer it. Like, I, I would. Know, I would have said I wouldn't kill anyone. I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. And like, I don't want to call out any teams in terms of like who was asking the questions and who wasn't. <coughs> Raiders, but um, <laughs> Ra <coughs> Raiders, big time. Uh, <laughs> Raiders were horrible, but um, yeah, definitely the Raiders. But so when they asked me like, "Do you find your mom attractive?" You know, this, the Raiders guy. Uh, when he asked if my mom was attractive or not, I go, "No." Uh, I'm like, I, I was so taken back by it because I'm very close to my mom. I'm like, yeah. what the hell does that have to do about football? That's what I said to him exactly. Like, what the hell does that have to do about football? He goes, oh, you're not being coachable? Answer the question. 
Wow. Yeah. So then immediately there, like, damn I, Mark I, Davis. I kind of, I kind of, but then back from there, I kind of stood back down. I'm like, Oh, sorry. Then no, I don't, you know, like, cause I didn't, once again, it's about making a good first impression. So slave man. auction. Jamarcus Russell must have said, yes, that's probably what, <laughs> that's probably why they took him one overall. Probably. Yes. Oh <laughs> this guy's a Raider. <laughs> he Just can answer everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she fine as hell. <laughs> I, would, I, I would, yeah. <laughs> Definitely would. Uh, what drill at the Combine for us Jags fans? And yeah. wow, I think we may have, I think the most, the biggest, big percentage is narrowed down to uh, Evan Neal. I think a big yeah. chunk of Jags fans think that he's going to be the pick and yeah. that he should be the pick. Did yeah. you see his picture, by the way? His I did. 337. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's the thing. It's a great picture. But it's like the Instagram side profile, mm-hmm. you know, like, I mean, are we hiding something or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, is that what you're really rocking or is it just the, the angle of the camera? Did you see the front? The front picture was at the podium. No, too? I didn't. So is the front picture. That's legit? the one I'm talking he's, about. Okay, he's, he has that. a shirt on, though. Oh, yeah. No, but, I've seen that one then. but he just he doesn't look his weight. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Where, where is that? Three hundred thirty seven. No, it's big bones. But, well, as the scouts want to say, sand in his pants. That's what the scout says. He's got sand in his pants, which is the dumbest term of all time. But, you know, it's the old scouts. It is what it is. So I would say it's probably the lower body, which is good. You're an offensive tackle. Yeah, so yeah. If, if for the Jags fans that, or just for us, in case it is Aiden Hutchinson or yeah. um, Thibodeau or any of the other yeah. rushers, what drill in the, at the combine? And I think by the time we release this, the combine will be over. So okay, this is whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, what drill is most important? Uh, do you think for, uh, for determining success for a defensive end edge yeah. rusher type? Yeah. So you know, if if you've ever watched the combine, you're going to hear yeah. the, the the scouts say fluidity and good hips at least like 25 times. If you're playing a drinking game and you want to get absolutely fucked up, every time they say good hips, take a shot and see where <laughs> that gets you. You're you're going to finish that bottle in, in no time. Um, I think the drill that's going to purvey that, and it's really the drill that, that made JJ Watt all his money. Because J.J. Watt at the time was considered a high motor guy, which I always feel like they tell it to white guys for whatever reason. Like Aiden Hutchinson is yeah, a high motor guy. Yeah. Is it because he's white? Like, yeah. No, I mean, there, there's high motor black dudes out there too. It's just for whatever reason, they always get tied to that. But Watt out of college was a high motor guy, but they were questioning you know, his athleticism in terms of bending and all of that stuff. Watt goes out, has a fantastic L drill. And that's what kind of put him on the map. So okay. if you're asking me the drill that I would be watching to see, you know, How's it going to translate to pass rushing? It's the L drill. And what's what do they do in the L drill? So the L drill, it's like a shuttle, but it's a little, it's like a shuttle on steroids, where you go, you go down, you come back, and then you turn, and okay. then it's almost like you're making an L. Okay. Um, one of my worst drills that I did at the combat. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was. Uh, I think that might be my slowest time out of everything. So fantastic. Um. So you went, you did your combine, and then yeah. you also did the senior bowl. Did the senior bowl as well. So it was the senior bowl then the combine. Senior bowl then. The yeah, combine. yeah. And um, you scored, didn't you? At the combine? Oh, oh no, I had scores. <laughs> yes, yeah, I had scores. Some were good, some were some were bad. No, yeah, I scored a touchdown at the Senior Bowl. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, thankfully, the the offensive lineman and the quarterback didn't really know the rules because it was like in college, if you oh, if you fall yeah, off the ground yeah. with the ball, you're down. You're down yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, no one knew it, including myself. And thankfully, one of <laughs> so my teammates ran. picked me up and pushed me in the end zone. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the, the most swaggerless end zone celebration of all time, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Yeah. That was before. That was before, like the the giddy. What do they call it? Gritty. The oh, gritty. 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 Yeah. yeah. 
Everybody Dude, doing that shit. I now. mentioned the gritty. I always say this. Um, I know two years ago, whatever a year ago, Alex Smith deserved the comeback player of the year. But Adam Thielen from week one to week 16 of doing the gritty should have been comeback player of the year. Because <laughs> I've never seen more progress made from week one to week 16 than Adam Thielen doing the gritty. So shout it, out to him. It's funny. There's always one dance move that takes over the entire league. Oh, my for, God. I miss the dab. Season. Yeah, the dab, da- was, dab was hot for a while. I'm yeah. trying Thank to think, you, like, Cam. how old are you? How old are you guys? 29. Okay, oh, so okay, so you're kind of in the, in the, you're in the same realm. Like, what was it when you were like in high school or Soldier middle boy. school? What was yeah, it? it was, Soldier uh, boy, uh, Crank Stanky, Stanky leg, Stanky, Stanky leg was big, but yeah. for like celebrations though, was that um, were people cranking it? People cranking the yes, they, I they don't were know. probably doing the Soldier Boy shit. Pause. Yeah. Okay. Because he was what the, swag oh, the chop, surfing. The chopper. Did you? Did you chop oh, chopper, uh, chopper City. Because you, well, oh, you had uh, Mike Six Walker. Yeah. Then that. Mojo did that too a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. And then in college, we uh, started getting the Millie Rock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going through the the eras. Yeah. <laughs> the, we're getting old. We better have several eras of dancing. Yeah. Um, in Fortnite. There's oh, a Fortnite, Fortnite dance on, that had a bunch the, of them. Yeah, Fortnite put like the, the, the I think the celebration on the map. I yeah. mean, you've seen so many now from Fortnite that have come into fruition. Yeah, Fortnite was a, a big part of the celebrations that happened in the NFL too. Yeah, what's what type of player? What's the difference in the type of players between Hutchinson and Thibodeau? So I think Hutchinson a high lot motor. more experienced. High yeah, motor. Hey, hey, high motor uh, in Hutchinson. Um, I think Hutchinson is a guy who's more technical right now, right? He has a lot more experience at the college level. I think he's a senior. So he, so he plays more cerebral, m- more cerebral. <laughs> Good word. That's for the white, the white players. <laughs> hey, just go and say he's a great member of society too. I it. Holy shit, man. Um, no. So I think this is a guy who is technically sound. So you think of a guy like, uh, like, like the Bosa brothers who are also white. I'm not doing this any favors by any means. <laughs> and cerebral, but, but, but no, and cerebral, but you know, in terms of, they're not going to blow you off with in, in terms of like athleticism per se, but they have the technique. Um, Max Crosby comes to mind, a guy like that. Uh, now, another one. now another white guy. TJ Watt. TJ Watt. I think Thibodeau is more of the boomer bust type. Um, yeah. I think in terms of skill set, he's still raw, but he could be an athletic freak. Yeah. You know, you, you look at a guy like Micah Parsons last year for the Cowboys. Micah Parsons was on people's radars, but you come out and run a 4-3, 40 at your pro day, and no matter if you put him at middle linebacker or outside edge, like he's going to be successful. I think there's a thought with Thibodeau it could be like, like that. Do you remember Deion Jordan? Of course. Oh, my God. Yeah, out of Oregon. He yeah. would, he would yeah. line up with slot receivers sometimes yeah. Yeah. and take them. And, and it's wild that he never really panned out to yeah. who they thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Because he, he was, he was a freak of nature. Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah, yeah. I think the Dolphins drafted him, but yeah, that's I wanted him so bad. Of course, I can't remember what draft that was. Yeah, but I yeah I wanted him because it was like, oh, this guy is like a dream on the defense. You yeah. can play him anywhere. So to me, Thibodeau, it's more of, are you willing to work with him? Do you have the environment to to, to cultivate greatness? I think you bring Hutchinson right away, and you know what you're getting, and it's probably gonna be yeah. pretty dang good. Um, I think Thibodeau is more of the boomer bust type. If the Jaguars keep Cam Robinson, yeah, who would you? Do you still take Evan Neal? Then I think that's tricky because it's hard to justify if you're Trent Balky. By the way, Trent Balky, welcome back. Um, <laughs> I haven't even haven't even addressed that yet, but it's good to have you back. Um, I love him. We love, love him. Love the guy. Yeah, you, you guys love, love the him. Guy. Has he been on the show yet? Uh, no, he's coming. He's coming. I, yeah, yeah, he will be. Put on, it out there. He's on the guest yeah. list. Put it out there for sure. I, I would expect. I, I'm sure he's really guys. personable. 
I see what I see about the gym. So I don't tell where he goes to, to work out, but I might have seen a couple of times and then it might have nodded my head. He didn't say anything back. Um, but as far as what was the question? Came my back. Uh, was it? oh, if we keep oh, cam. If we keep camera. Yeah. So and that's the beauty of this whole process here is that I think if you franchise tag Cam, then you know they're going edge rusher or they're mm-hmm. going to trade down and get a receiver. Um, I think Cam is is the ultimate piece here because it's going to be hard to justify paying Cam Robinson that franchise tag, having a guy in Walker Little who Trent Bulky helped draft last year at a yeah. very high round, and then saying, you know what, let's go ahead and bring in you know a Neil as well and see what happens. Like you just you're not going to do that. So I think Cam Robinson, what they do with him is going to be the, the tall tale sign of how the draft's going to go. Yeah, and that will happen first. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. In the that, next couple of weeks. Exactly. That's going to be so interesting if they do keep them because I think there will be still a lot of people that say, even if we're keeping Cam, draft Evan Neal anyway. No, I mean, people are definitely going to say that. It, it just it comes down to the point where how many games you win last year? <laughs> I mean, two yeah. or three, whatever the case may be. Three. Um, three. Yeah, three. It seems like two. But I guess you, you did get a third one. <laughs> London. Um, London doesn't count. No, London doesn't. Yeah, count. London doesn't. But, you know, you win three games last year. Uh, and yeah, a lot of to do with coaching and, and culture and philosophies and all this stuff. But you still have the roster that you have, and that hasn't changed that much already. So you're you're gonna have to build this team with better players. It's simple as that. And I think if you're gonna waste a first round pick, if you bring back a Cam Robinson, you're you're doing yourselves a disservice by by doing that. That's true. Yeah. You got the first overall pick again. Yeah. If you bring back Cam Robinson, you got to go for something else. Exactly. Exactly, and I think if you look at, I get offensive line could be a need. You want to take care of Trevor Lawrence, but keep in mind, this defensive line last year in terms of sack production was bottom tier of the NFL. Yeah, and we were talking about, would you take a receiver first overall? I'm saying no. I'd say go for that edge rusher because there's so many in this draft. You yeah. got you to go grab one of them because there's going to be so many receivers. At 33, left. we're bound to get. Oh, or 33 is If we stay right. there, yeah, we're yeah. bound to get. I think at 33, it's definitely going to be a receiver. You know, it's an interesting question. Number one overall wide receiver. If there was a clear cut guy, yeah, I mean, there I'd was a Jamar Chase. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there, yeah. there's not that guy. I mean, you can make an argument for a couple of dudes this year. You know, you got the guys from Ohio State, um, got a USC. You got, uh, you know, even Jameson Williamson or the guy yeah, yeah. from um, Alabama, the guy yeah, from Jameson. Jameson. Yeah, Jameson. Um, he's a possibility of being the best receiver of this class. So, I know, and I, and like I would love to have him, but the fact. Him yeah. not being an instant instant impact. Instant impact. That, that sucks. But do you think he, he's not going to fall to the second yeah. round either? I don't no, think. No, you don't think? <laughs> I don't think I don't so. Think. Well, Waddle, what did Waddle fall to? Oh, he, what, he, he, did, was like, he did. He was in the teens, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was in the teens, yeah. and he was coming off of something. Yeah. So I, I don't think he's going to fall to the second. If he did. And he led the league in yeah. whatever stat. But here's the probably. thing, though. If the Jaguars want to trade up at, like, 20. So say you get, whatever, Evan Neal, Thibodeau, Hutchinson. All right, cool. You got your guy at number one. If you trade back up to, like, the later rounds to get a wide receiver – I think the city would celebrate that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I want a premier free agent wide receiver and a second round or late first round pick yeah. receiver. Absolutely. That'd be that'd be perfect. No, so. An edge rusher and a tackle. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, this the, the, this team needs a lot. You know, I mean, you have what you have. There's so many spots you can upgrade at as well. And I think edge rush, um, offensive tackle, where it sits right now without Cam Robinson, we'll see with that. Are two of the big spots and wide receiver being one of those as well. I think our best room right now is DBs. <laughs> You're not lying. The secondary, and that's not really saying too I know. much. I don't know that QB room with Trevor and uh, Bethard. Bethard. <laughs> hey, Bethard gonna go stupid in the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> Let me tell you. Are you guys going to that? It's pending. Okay. It's pending. We're going to the draft. Nice. Is are that you? Vegas, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Dangerous. Dangerous. Oh, yes. 
Vegas fun though. You, you're fun. Yeah, Vegas is fun. Yeah, yeah. Canton not so much, but yeah, Canton. What do you? I mean, the hall. But everyone's cool, gonna be. But I can there. go on YouTube and watch some videos. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's just that I don't know. Like all the NFL, who's whoever is important is gonna be there. So it's great opportunity to potentially Networking get into stuff. a party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Networking you know? for sure. That's how I see things like that. Yeah. I might meander my way into a Tony Baselli party. There you go. No, that was the best part about going to the Super Bowl all the time. I used to work at charity um, for, for a food bank, so my, all my flight was paid for. Mm-hmm. I think going to the Super Bowl parties was was the best thing ever. You that's know what, what I mean? he just started a nonprofit. I think that's what he, the movie's trying to make. Get in the Super Bowl? Well, no, just, just oh, use it to I got you. Yeah, get just, to events. Well, that's not the main oh, <laughs> I was well, going to say, yeah. screw, screw the kids. And just <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, 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 the kids are great and everything, but hey, I'm living hey, drinks. I'm you trying, know what I'm saying? trying to live the dream, we're, we're, man. We're, we're <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, the, the kids are great and everything. But oh, shit. No, no that reminds me. I had a – so it, when I played with the Jaguars, we had – you know, they, they try to get us to be involved in the community and start our own, like, charities and foundations and stuff. And the thing that I wanted to do was called Shots for Tots. And what I wanted to do is every time – like, during the holidays, every time, like, you had a shot at, like, at a bar – uh, uh, some money from that would go towards like getting kids Christmas gifts. And okay, stuff. and like I had a presentation and everything with the PR department. <laughs> and dude, I, I, dude, I was like Steve Jobs. I'm like, you know, all right, we're gonna do this, we're yeah. gonna do this. And I was rocking a turtleneck and everything. And wow. unfortunately, they shot it down. Like, yeah. you, you, you can't have kids and drinking. <laughs> but I'm like, it's Jackson. They're like, how are we gonna, gonna justify this? Yeah, but it's like, I mean, who cares where the money comes from? It's going to the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, didn't work. Um, we do this new game um, on Wikipedia. Okay, where I'm going to I'm going to pick a random player. Okay. And for the first round, I'm gonna make it a little easier. I'm gonna pick a player that you played with. And it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you seen the roster turnover when I played? Uh, turnover for every player. Oh my god! Shit, have you point. seen the roster turnover, Drew? Okay, what do we got? So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna scroll. I, the game is I scroll up and down. You tell me to stop. And the the sentence closer to, closest to my cursor, I'm gonna read. Oh shit! And okay. we'll see how many rounds it takes you to get this player. I like it. All okay. Right. Struggles with reading sometimes. Okay. So, so tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. He he competed with Red Bryant, Chris Clemens, and Andre Branch for a starting defensive end spot in 2014. Okay, those are three different completely body types. Red Bryant was 300 pounds. Andre Branch <laughs> yeah. was 240. Okay. <laughs> Really, really narrowing it down. Yeah. Go ahead. It's not an easy uh, So game. do you have a guess from that sentence? Say it one more time. I'm sorry. I, he, I, got, I got distracted by the sizes. <laughs> <laughs> in 2014, he competed with Red Bryant. Yeah. I forgot about that guy. That guy's huge on, on Dude, Seahawks. He's 200 pounds. Yeah. Chris Clemens, yeah. also Seahawks, and yeah, Andre Hawks. Branch. Okay. Oh. Now, I wasn't on the Jaguars in 2014. Yeah. Um, for so I, I probably didn't play with this guy. No, you did. He just lasted. He was there for a little bit. Oh longer. shit! Okay. Um, he competed blah 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 in Andre Branch for a starting defensive okay. end spot in 2014. So I think Tyson. See, it depends who's writing this. I would say Tyson, but he was defensive tackle. But a three four defense and Gus Bradley. I'm saying Tyson Alawalu. Good shit. Let's go. Good shit. All it takes is one. That was good. all it takes is one. Because they play with that big. Yeah, end. the big end. Okay. Good stuff. Usually okay. doesn't take one. You know? yeah. I got you. I got you. I like this game. From one sentence, <laughs> that's rare. Yeah. God damn, my good teammate. And Challenge I, him a little. <laughs> yeah, I like how you broke that down. Yeah. Um. All right. Here we go. Tell me when to stop. Let's go ahead and stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> After being coached by the Jaguars staff during the 2009 Senior Bowl, he was drafted by the Jags in the seventh round of the 2009 draft. So this is a year before you. Before me. 
Well, yeah, the Jaguars are coaching because we were they were horrible. Well, they, we they, coach they the senior coach. bowl yeah, every yeah, other yeah, year, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Unless we have a new coach, because then um, you're not allowed to. Two thousand two thousand nine. Yeah, he was, draft pick. Yes. So the class before him. Ah. Uh, say it one more time, please. The whole uh, thing. After being coached by the Jags yeah. in the 2019 Senior Bowl, he was drafted by them in the seventh round. Zach Miller. No. Damn All it. All right, going again. Would you like to phone a friend? I might have to, yeah. <laughs> oh, I keep, oh, my yeah. bad. I'll just go to the next one. Yeah, you must, you must say stop. Oh, must stop. Say my bad. I thought I'd give me more clues other than saying, who was the guy? <laughs> yeah. You next, tell me who, oh, next okay. sentence. Same guy, next sentence. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. See how okay. many sentences it takes. Gotcha. He also played for the Raiders and the Giants. Sorry, very vague, <laughs> very vague. So he, so he also played for different teams. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so, the, who, so the teams who, he played who does with. does that in the league? <laughs> seventh round pick, 2009, yeah. Jags, Giants, Raiders. Yeah, I played with this dude. Um, may take a couple more sentences. Yeah, it's okay. okay. We yeah, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting it on the first try, that's rare. So I'm just trying to think of like that class. You've already started hot. You're good. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Well, you could ruin it if you really if you kill take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> we're spinning the wheel again. Yep. Now you get. Uh, we'll do this. This is. Uh, we'll do this two more times. Okay. Cool. And then I you. Give no, I'm just gonna embarrass myself. All right. Stop. Wiki page not that thick. Um. Oh. Okay. This could do it. On September 26, 2020, the Liberty Flames retired. Oh shit! Re- Jennings. Yeah. Damn. Dance with the Stars winner, by the way, too. Really? really? Yeah. He won Dance with the Stars. Oh, he Recently? he was on the Giants, and then when he was yeah. on the Giants, he got yeah. more popular. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Damn, I should have got that sooner. Yeah. Sorry, Rashad. Hey, you're, you're good, though. Yeah, you're good. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had somebody that couldn't get Ocho or Calvin Johnson. Oh, oh God. Yeah, you couldn't guess Calvin Johnson. Okay. He said Ocho Cinco. Like, we were, <laughs> we, were eight, we were eight clues He's got in. a Spanish name. Oh, really? He, he was told Megatron, <laughs> and he didn't get it. <laughs> Can I name this person? Do I know this person? No, no you no, don't. No. Okay. Shame them, for sure. Uh, shame well, he was. You, Angelo. Shame yeah. again, Donatio. All right. Here we go. Another round? One more player. One more round since you're on a hot streak. Okay. Let's go ahead and... Eat up. Let's go and stop it right there. (laughs) All right. Mm. Damn. Is it a hard one? Don't know if I want to read this one, but I will. Did he get arrested? What happened? He was released released on June 13th, 2013. Okay. He wrote about the experience on Sports Illustrated's website. Oh. Austin Lane. <laughs> <laughs> Super like, pissed. I don't, huh? I don't want to. I don't know if I want to read that one. <laughs> oh, did, did it really stop on me? Like that's or you just uh, that's what he stopped. No, on. that's oh. what I stopped. Oh, at. can you do yeah, another yeah. one? There? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta, uh, <laughs> on November 2015, he made his uh, amateur MMA debut in which he defeated Mike Across by knockout in the first round. Yeah, that's also Austin Lane. Let's see. See how detailed they get with your MMA stuff. Oh, they even have they have all your wins and losses. I like that. Is wow. my arrest history on there? We good? Oh, do you have no. one? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, win, 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 loss, win, win, loss, loss. Eleven win, and three, win, baby. Win. Eleven and three. Hey, the Jags give me that. Do these like a picture of me on Wikipedia? I uh, don't think so. No. Yeah, okay. I wonder how we do that. I'll take some glamour shots or something, man. Get yeah, some, shouldn't get we be able to do shots. that? I don't know. It's like I might a, try to find your Gardner Minshew. Uh, <laughs> oh, costume. there you go. Yeah, just go on no, Shirt Dog. Do the one it. with you next to him. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. would stand yeah. on top of him. You knocked me out with the belt. <laughs> That's it. Cool. 
So you had to defend this title again with your next fight? No, so it's, it's kind of playing the waiting game now. You know, I mean, the UFC has always been the goal, so I'm hoping that I get a phone call sooner rather than later, and I'll stay ready until that time. So the uh, what's that other – what's the promotion you're with? Theory FC. You don't have a next fight lined up with them yet? Not right now, no, okay. no. They, they, they run like every month or so. So, like, they're, they're kind of, like, you know, backloaded right now in terms of, like, the potential matchups and everything. But, I mean, I'm sure if I call them and ask for another one, they can provide. So, I, I got two fights left with them. But if I go to the UFC, then that contract's void. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's the workout plan now? <laughs> Man, just kind of maintaining. Um, after a fight, I kind of take a little bit of a break for about a week. Um, just kind of chills, go for some runs, and just, you know, stay loose. And then next week, I'll start ramping back up again. I'm trying to ramp back up again. You're trying, to, you're trying to ramp back up again? Yeah, yeah. I was I was uh, out of commission December January because I had a sprained ankle. Okay, from ice skating. So okay, it made me I would, very. I'll come up with a different story <laughs> if I was you. I can't. I have to let everybody okay. know my dumb the dumb shit I do that so ruins my you, body. Did you, you, you fell and so it was. It was. It's not even like a great story. Everything I do is like <laughs> feel like SpongeBob. My story is pretty bad about how I tore my hams or well, pulled my hamstring. Because I'll tell it next. I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even skating. Skating. I was holding on to the fucking side <laughs> and going slowly, yeah. and I fell in slow motion and twisted my shit at the oh same time. We don't get even like fractured tailbone or something. I mean, I feel like skating can be a lot worse. Than no, just a I've ankle. sprained my ankle so much, like for basketball oh, in college, yeah, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. was probably the worst one I've ever really? had. Yeah, but it's probably because I'm older now. Sure, sure, sure. So my sure. bones Recovery are like, times. my bones are like, yo, bro, dude, we gotta go through this shit again. Just, just, just go <laughs> to planet. Just this. go to planet and do the stairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so, so you're back to hundred now, though. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's like it's like eighty nine. Okay, because I still sometimes feel it. Yeah, yeah, but. I can walk again, See, and the, I can run again. That's a definition of a guy who knows his body when he goes 89%. You know, it's like 80%, 90%, okay. But when it's 89, yeah. you, you got good control of your body, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate I, like that. Like, I can, I can run, and I can jog again. Because yeah. I've got this dog. I sometimes run in the yard with him sure, and sure. tire his ass yeah. out, so I can do that a little bit. Yeah. But I haven't been in the gym consistently again yet since okay. then, so I'm trying to do that starting tomorrow. Cool. We hamstring. did a, yeah, 6 a.m. We did a, uh, I'm actually a really good ice skater, surprisingly. Okay. What? Yeah, I can. I, I like. I could give you run for your money. I can go. Yeah, I think we have a competition coming up. What I God can't. Damn. What I can't do is like the full stop where they like spray ice up. Oh, well, then I got you. Really? Oh, damn. Mom, okay. You graceful Hockey, motherfucker. Hockey was my sport back in the day. I'm from Wisconsin. Oh shit. Oh yeah. nice. Yeah, that was my favorite. That was, that was that was the best sport that I played. And then long story, but yeah, I didn't play anymore. You into oh. snowboarding at all? Uh, I've been I'm going snowboarding a couple weeks. Colorado. Nice. Yeah, I like nice. snowboarding, but yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll never attempt the one <laughs> one blade again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> So we went, you were skating. Wait, you did hurt yourself skating too? No. Okay. No, I would not. I would never. I'm a pro. Okay, yeah, he said, I'm nice. <laughs> nice on the blades. Yeah, yeah. We uh, did a. So at the NFL draft last year, when we went to Cleveland, they had this um, these NFL challenges set up, like the combine. They had 40 yeah. yard dash. The NFL draft experience. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So we did the 40 yard dash, and I beat him. So he wanted a rematch. Because it was really wet and he slipped on the turf. Oh, I mean, if you, shitty turf. If, the you, gun. if you get a bad start, it's over. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It was yeah. right at the gun. Oh, and yeah. The guy it. said, "Don't slip." Yes. And well, I man. slipped. What do you want me to do? <laughs> okay. Well, I okay. jumped early and then I slipped. So okay, so you, you, you want to rematch? So we pumped it up. Like we did a vlog about it. Yeah, this yeah. rematch, and we're doing it at the the Jags uh, indoor practice facility. Oh, I saw something with this. <laughs> okay, this is where the, I got. Yeah. So real turf. It's um, a documentary. Real turf, real lines on the on the yeah. field. Ideal and conditions for a forty yard. Yeah, dash. it was great. Yeah, yeah. I probably would have preferred real grass. Um, not okay. a fan of that turf, especially okay. when I fell. Okay. So. <laughs> Mm. 
He it was went. A bad fall. He went. He completed it. Can't remember the time. Or no, oh, I oh, went wait, first. Since you guys didn't run together, you I ran for, one at yeah. a time. Yeah, we went one at a time. Oh, okay. He well, went I, first. I think. I, yeah, I went first. Okay. What did you get? Uh, five. I was. I swore I was coming in sub five. Okay. I swore. It. And I was at hand time or electronic. Um, hand and didn't we? Okay, electronic so, so six about then. Six. <laughs> gotcha. Stopwatch. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's about six or six electronic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So when I pulled it or whatever happened, I swore I tore it because I've never felt pain that much, that bad in my life. <laughs> it was at like the thirty-eight yard, thirty-five. So I okay. I fell into the end in the end, <laughs> and I still only I lost to him, but by like maybe. Point something of seconds. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think if I didn't, if that didn't happen, I yeah. probably would have won. Now, was there a warm up routine, or did you just run cold? Unfortunately, I I, I stretch as I stretch a little, yeah. but normally Wasn't I have no stretching enough, routine. Was it? Oh no! Really? And he plays tennis, this so dude. I was like, "What the fuck, this dude?" I normally only stretch before an activity. Oh, I know wow, it sucks. Man. It's bad. That's okay. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, we're getting older now. You know I know. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you'll be smart about that. Yeah, yeah, I stretch like daily. Oh, you got to stretch, dude. <laughs> it was a big... I'm going to the fridge, stretch it, dude. <laughs> got to stretch, man. Clean, about to wash your legs? Stretch. <laughs> yeah, stretch. I stretched before you came here. I, was just <laughs> <laughs> I, saw you, I saw you in the window, man, doing some... Like, oh, you did? Got a podcast. <laughs> or something. I was like, all right. Uh, yeah, it was a big wake-up call and a very upsetting wake-up call. I was like... Oh, yeah. Like, my body... Like, it's not the same that it was. Like, I'm yeah. really going to pull up. Like, I pull up weak and like that and... It fall the cr- on the falling on that turf. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you ever got scraped up when oh, you're playing yeah. on Ash? Yeah. 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 There's the, the there's sometimes there's contact in football where I've I've, <laughs> I've tackled people. <laughs> on the yeah. There's there's contact. Damn. Sure. That hurts so but, bad. It's so like what's going to become of the race? Are you guys done with this? Are you, I, I mean, think, I feel there's got to be well, I, a I grudge mean, match. I need a, like a. A healing. I mean, he's, yeah. <laughs> he needs like an herbalist. Like Because I don't know if I trust myself running full speed again. Yeah. I don't either. I don't trust myself running full speed. Mentally, you guys are both defeated. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucked. This is, this is bad. We have to do some kind of like mental games, yeah. I guess. It's something. like how when someone tears their ACL, they might not be oh, the same because yeah, yeah. they're like always worried about it happening again. Of course. That's, that's what you guys I, are both at right now. That's yeah. how I feel with my hammy. So like, you guys need some therapy first and then we'll go like, see mental. When I go to Ohio recently, there was ice on the ground like right outside my girlfriend's front door and yeah, she has yeah. a dog so like when i go out to walk it he likes to dart out on oh, the leash shit. and i'm like no 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 i gotta tip, <laughs> yeah, I tiptoe yeah, yeah, out because yeah. it's like icy and shit and i'm well, not trying to fall again. at least it's to the point like where you see icy like curl in the fetal position like where it's like PT, you know like okay i mean it's all good no so. no it's it's scary because even like i'm slipping out there on the on the ice because yeah. it like it rains then freezes so it's a layer of ice on out there yeah, on the sidewalk yeah, it's, and it's terrible I'm sure you know Wisconsin. I got. That's why I'm in Florida, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why I'm staying here now. You just don't sure. do water frozen or liquid. <laughs> do you like ice cubes in your in your drinks? Oh, I do. I do. Okay, like okay, ice. cool. Right on, right on. Right on. It triggers them though. He can't yeah. listen to the ice when it pours. Yeah, I cover oh. my ears. Gotcha. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Uh, you got anything else? Um, think that's it. Cool. How can we, uh, how can, uh, if they want to listen to your podcast or yeah. anything else that you're doing? Yeah, you know, um, so two uh, morning shows here in Jacksonville, if you're local, uh, ESPN 690 from three to six, talking about the, you know, the Jaguars primarily. Um, we throw some golf in there, not by my choice, but, you know, go ahead and crunch on that. TPC you coming that. up. Yeah. TPC coming up. What's you guys going? Uh, I do I'm, have I Friday try. tickets. Right. Oh, Friday tickets? Right. Okay. Yeah, hit me up. I'll be there, man. Okay. Oh, right. dude, the, 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 the media room with the food. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Wouldn't know. Oh, every are you hosting hey, hosting I, I shows? You. I got you. Hosting hey. shows there. 
Yeah, Host and Show is there for sure. I just did media for the Honda Classic in Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. had great food oh, for I the know, media man. as they, well. They, so they don't play around. I'm sure TBC is oh, 10 yeah. times You're better. Talking like, whatever. I mean, I'll, I'll bring you some. Steak tartare, lobster oh, rolls. All, all, all the tartars, man. We got steak tartare, pork tartare, <laughs> salmon tartare, all the tartars. All, all the tartars are going to be there. Yeah, uh, and then the morning show, uh, Megan and Austin in the morning, 95.1 WAPE. Uh, we talk a little bit, play a lot of Olivia Rodrigo if you're into her. Bro. She's super hot right I now. I was riding in the car with someone the other day, and you you guys were on. I was uh, like, I bet this next song's Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. It wasn't, but the next, okay. uh, in two other, two songs from then, it was. So it, it's so wild how people think I'm making the decisions to play the music, because like I told my friends, like, dude, yeah, listen to me in the morning, man, support, support. And like I saw them in public, and they're like, what the fuck, man? Olivia Rodrigo, like, three times in an hour. It's not my fault. I'm not making these calls. So I'm not playing the music, but I am talking on the radio. So check us out there. Uh, podcast, we got the Megan and Austin After Show, um, which is on iTunes or anywhere you can find a podcast. And then the ESPN 690 podcast as well, which is um, everywhere. So a little bit of everything. And then uh, just stay tuned for your next event. Yeah, stay tuned uh, for the next event. Um, uh, I'm on Twitter, uh, A underscore train underscore 92, and that's about it. I don't have Instagram or anything, so. Can't wait for uh, – that would be awesome if UFC gives that gives you that call. It would be fun, man. we got UFC coming here in April, so that yeah. would be uh, – Oh, my oh god! I mean, yeah. Come on. I mean, yeah. They know where you are, right, Jax? They, they know where I'm at, yeah. So that would be a good one, but we'll see, man. I'd 100% be there. That would be so sick. That'd be, absolutely. I probably – I want to try to go anyway. Shit, I mean, I don't got a lot of corner guys. You guys can come in the corner, man. I don't care. <laughs> do what wait. you got to do. What? what do you mean corner? Guys? Well, because like you know, because I, I don't we know what's in, in UFC. Yeah, because I think you can have four guys in your corner. Oh, Usually, only have two guys in my corner. So, who knows, bro? That would be. <laughs> I'd be awesome. like, you good? You good? Yeah. <laughs> uh, take down, take down, <laughs> knock him out. I know how you feel about torn ACLs, but I need this nigga. Yeah, I need this nigga. <laughs> uh, get his ACL. <laughs> Bring you some of that whiskey for after. Uh, having Eric holding the ice. He's having. She's tripping over the holding the ice for me. <laughs> no, nah, dude. I don't got the watch your hammy. <laughs> yeah, watch the hammy. Cool. Our uncoordinated asses in your corner. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. That would be yeah. dope, though. Like, we've yeah. done a lot of crazy things since moving here together. So, well, not crazy, crazy, but yeah. access to more things than in the past. Well, but. hopefully it works out one day, man. It'd be cool yeah. shit. We'll be. Yeah. All right, let's take our picture. All right. Thanks cool. for coming. All right. On. Thanks Thank for having you, me. Austin. Y'all stay casual. All right. We are the kings of the weekend. Was a slow week out here after our last podcast. But my king of the weekend is this guy sitting right next to me. Walter? Andy. Oh. Fuck your dog. Oh my God. <laughs> I agree. He cute, but fuck him. He cute for like four hours out of the day. And that's it. And then there's some of the hours he's like chilling and just resting. And then he has. Hours during the day where he's an absolute piece of shit. And then chills again and then piece of shit again. It's like he can't go on a run of chill and then piece of shit. He's got to alternate. Yeah. Especially at night. Oh, my God. But anyway, fuck. King of the Weekend goes to Andy because he has helped me get back into my fitness grind. Oh. Yes. Well, I, so it's not really me. It's you. <laughs> oh, No. Without you, I would have had I would have had to come up with another mode of getting to the gym that's 10, 12 minutes away from us. Yeah, that sucks. So I steal his Jeep at 6 a.m. every morning. You may be stealing a Prius here soon if gas prices don't go down. Yeah, he's talking about getting a Prius, which 
I haven't seen those around here. I mostly see them in Los Angeles. The okay. Uber, the Uber drivers drive okay, those around Los Angeles. But I steal his Jeep every morning, 6 a.m., go to the gym, come back, drop off the keys, and I say, thank you very much, buddy. Well, then my king of the weekend goes to Eric. <laughs> Great. <laughs> for uh, dealing with Walter during the day. I'll tell you, during uh, the day. What? It's just he's next to me. Oh, I thought he went this way. He did. He's quick. He's back? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even come back. What the fuck? Uh, this dog, this dog think he quick. He not that quick. <laughs> he be getting up slow motion and then running. But Walter's okay if I like, I'm still trying to learn him a little bit. You like, know, when I stayed home, worked from home, um, and on the weekends, I realized because like when I go to work, I put him in his playpen. Um, and I did when you were out of town and for a while. So he's used to like low energy during the day so when i'm home on the weekend or during the or during the week he'll like what i've noticed i don't know what your experience is but he'll just sleep all day he'll get up every now and then and go potty and look around get water but he's usually chill during the day but at night and in the morning he is uh, it's wearing me out but they say it's worth it so just gotta get through this (laughs) well you know it's worth it because once he gets older you'll be fine it's just dealing with the puppy ages and I've never had a puppy, so I've never experienced something like this. So I'm definitely never looking into getting a dog, <laughs> like a new dog at least. This is like birth control. <laughs> but I've got a routine now. So I'll get back from the gym at like 8 o'clock. Andy will put him in the pen. I usually leave him in there till about 10.30, between 10.30 and noon I'll take him out. <laughs> or I'll take him out before that if he's like, consistently whining which he doesn't really do but sometimes i'll just take him out because he's been chill and i'm all reward and i'm like chilling in the living room so i'll let him run free but if i have to do something like tomorrow i have to film a video for direct tv that motherfucker's gonna be in the pen the whole time until i'm done but if he's barking or whining while i'm trying to film it i'm gonna be pissed as fuck and i'll probably like have to give him like water or food to keep him like contained because when you give him water and food like during the day he'll go back in there and he'll just sit and be chill until he has to fucking piss or shit but today he was being a fucking asshole right he would go to the door i I take him out the back oh can you take him out the front nah never mind fuck it do whatever well he peed like every time i took him out in the back there and only because like when i want him to tell in order for him to tell me that he has to pee, I need it to be, like, the same door. So, like, he doesn't stand by that door, and I don't see him, and he just pees on the ground. But if it's the same door every time, he'll still stand by the door that we take him out, if it's consistent. Yeah, he, he was standing by that door and that door. So he does both. But I took him out every time he would pee, and then he, I think he gets comfortable being outside. And he likes going outside because he likes to eat all the shit on the ground. So I think yeah. sometimes he'll just stand by the door to get me to take him outside just so he can eat shit on the ground. And then he'll sit there and not respond to his name, not respond to let's go or come in or or treat or food or water. To I don't come think to- he knows those words yet. I know, but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to instill some vocabulary to get your ass out of the grass and come back inside. So he just lays there and sits there and will gnaw at anything that's next to him in the ground. And it's impossible to get him into house. So I have to pick him up and put him in and put him in the damn house. But I do tease him with the stick to get him inside. So there's also Cheerios 
that. But he is, he's, like, he for, he'll forget easily. So he'll forget once I toss the stick away and he's inside and I give him something else. He done. He done. He forgot about the stick. So I don't think it's that cruel because he's on to the next thing already. That, that's Walter trying to get a cameo right now if the mic picked that up. But uh, Walter is definitely not my king of the weekend. Never will be. Maybe when he's a full-grown golden retriever. But thank you, Andy. I'm on my shit. <laughs> so what do you think about do, – do you know – do you think any team won – well, I think the Broncos automatically won this trade. But do you think the Seahawks won at all? Was it a win-win? I think the Broncos won in the short term because they got they finally got the QB after they've been searching for since Peyton Manning left after they got their Super Bowl win. They've been battling for a quarterback like Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater. They've been going back and forth trying to find who can compete with Mahomes and now Herbert and a little bit of Carr in this division now. So I think Broncos won for now, but it depends how long Russell West, uh, Westbrook talk about him later. Russell Wilson stays in the league. Because you're going to have to find another quarterback to replace this man if he doesn't stay that long to go against Mahomes, Herbert, who are going to be in the league for another six-plus years, barring any major injury. So Broncos, they got two first-round picks, two second-round picks. Seahawks. Yeah, yeah, Seahawks did. They got two first-round picks, two second-round picks, some players, and I think that's it. But I think Seahawks will be good. I imagine the first round pick starts this year. I should. It definitely should. That's crazy. So that's probably going to be the highest pick that they get from this haul. Um, I, I'm. Were you torn? Uh, no, I, Broncos win auto, automatic dub. Yeah. Seahawks, like, like two first round picks for Russell, Russell Wilson, like, like Hall they, of Fame quarterback. But the reason he's leaving is because they changed their offense and went to run first. So he wanted out of there. He wanted a new scheme. Ten, like relationship just won't work. Is that anymore. like? Is that serious? I guess that's what they were saying. That's the reason why they. Because like, if been, you could have been literally anything else. That's just yeah. What I heard. If you, if you run your quarterback out of town because you change your offense, <laughs> like that's that's on you. Um, I think they're. I think they'll be fine though. I think if they find, they just gotta find another quarterback. Man, they draft him in the third round. Yeah. And they had him on a third round rookie contract for a few years and they could and he was so good right away. And unless they lose DK Metcalf, which means they could have paid Tyler paid. Lockett, Chris Carson, Ooh, like God. Bobby Wagner on D. They they got a they got a solid team still. And they have and these now picks they have now. Four four picks in the top 2 rounds, 2 years in a row. Yeah, they, they just have to capitalize. This year, They, I don't think they should be looking for their quarterback. Maybe they'll get lucky next year with and the they, quarterback and they weren't doing they weren't doing horribly with uh, Geno Smith back there. He dropped 30 on us. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Seahawks will bounce back eventually. How about the fucking AFC? Like, come oh on. My God, yeah. Give us a break. Yeah, we were talking about Rodgers going to that conference, and now it's Russell Wilson. It's not any... Any better, but we play Jags play the entire division next season. That of course. sucks. Of course, we do. Chiefs, Chargers, which is on the road. Chiefs is on the road. Raiders here in Jacksonville, and Broncos here in Jacksonville. I can see the Broncos winning that division, mm. like already. Is this going to be like your Chargers take? 
bold as fuck? Eh, it's not that bold. I think it is. I think it is. Well, maybe not because Broncos, what, they win seven games? They're going to be so good. They won seven games with, with Teddy back there, Teddy and Drew. It's because that, that run game came out of nowhere. I remember playing fantasy football last year, and Javante Williams or something was this Broncos running back going off. And just a couple years ago, it was Philip Lindsay who was dominating that backfield. Now he's on the Texans. And I don't know how Broncos keep finding these players. Maybe their O-line's good, but I'm not a guy that knows offensive lineman names, so it's probably on them. It's probably why Russell Wilson, I don't know if he had any say in going there, but... I'm sure he's. Go- uh, I'm sure if it, if he, it, if he did, it was pending his approval the trade. So <clears throat> if he did, he chose a good spot because they have a great run game, which means the offensive line's got to be somewhat decent. And if Russell Wilson is protected, he's going to get you the fucking ball. So uh, Jerry Judy is going to be on one this season in Denver. So I'm I'm happy for y'all Broncos fans. I'm not happy for other AFC teams because. It's this conference is just stacking up. It's becoming the, uh, the, the it's becoming the, like the Western Conference yeah, of the NBA of the 2010s. Yes, the gauntlets where you were only well in the NBA it was either like Lakers, Spurs that you had to get by, but everybody in the AFC is damn near a Super Bowl contender. It's kind of yeah, scary. So yeah, Broncos are, Chiefs are. That that whole division, Raiders. that whole division, damn near made the playoffs last season. Yeah, Broncos were like a game away. Chargers literally could have tied and made the playoffs. Raiders almost won against the Bengals in the first game. Chiefs always going to be there. So all four of those teams cannot, will not make the playoffs. Only three of them can. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I mean, only three. The wild card teams are going to come from that division. They have to, unless because they play each other, they could one of them because they play such a tough division could get knocked out because of you know their their schedule. Yeah, but we saw that last year though. Raiders and Chargers were tied there at the end, and it came down to that last game that they played against each other. So basically, if we're Jags fans, we are we have to win the division. Which isn't that crazy. I mean, I think it's <laughs> far-fetched this season. Yeah. But I think, uh, I mean, the safest bet always is to win your division. I mean, thank God this is in our division. Yeah, I'm, I'm ecstatic that this is in our division. But we did have the division with Peyton Manning. So those were our hell years of hell. So I'm glad, I'll, I'll take another hiatus before another star quarterback comes back to our division. But I'm hoping... Trevor Lawrence is the star quarterback of our division for the future. But it just sucks that we have to play this division next season. I wasn't expecting another, you know, I wasn't going to predict seven wins for this season like I did last year anyway. So um, I'm still sticking by my guns that it's going to be four to five, five max. But playing this division does not help. But they better not send Broncos Jags to London, I'll tell you that. Why? I want to see Russell Wilson play here. If we're going to have home games against good teams, I want to see them live. See, that's want, crazy to me. Like, I don't like. I know you hate, I want, you hate teams getting running your shit. In I your want stadium. the Broncos pulling up with Drew Locke. I don't want them pulling up with Russell Wilson. Well, if I'm going to watch good NFL football. No, you can watch it on, on Red Zone or on 
CBS or Fox after we get home. Mm. You don't have to watch that in our stadium where they beat our ass. Fuck that. Done it this long. Gonna keep it going. Um, what's the, what's what's next? March Madness. Oh, I didn't really get there to were, my my Derek Carr point. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. So what about Derek Carr? Huh? <laughs> that just that dog so distracting. Um, I was gonna say like when they released this information about Russell Wilson going to the Broncos, people only kept talking about Mahomes and Herbert. Like Derek Carr didn't just almost win a playoff game in the playoffs with all the shit that happened with the Las Vegas Raiders this mm-hmm. past season. Why are we not putting Carr up there? I know he's not as skilled as these guys, but you have to give a quarterback that made the playoffs a little bit of respect, I feel like. So this is not just the Mahomes and Herbert division. You have a relentless leader in Derek Carr who is now, I feel like, coming into his true self in his career and – with Russell Wilson in the division now, I think that's only going to motivate him more. And I feel like Raiders, they're going to be an underdog and they're going to be a sleeper. I think the I think the Rams could have won the Super Bowl last year with Derek Carr instead of Stafford. I do too. I do too. Derek Carr still has the most come from behind wins in the NFL. I think. Yeah. And the other the other so the other uh, NFL trans uh, transactions that happen. The Chargers signed Mike Williams, which was a potential char- target for the Jaguars and other needy wide receiver teams. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of him because he only came on, like I said in a previous episode, for his contract year. Um, yeah. I feel like the the talk on him when he when he in his first few years was like, "Man, is he is he a bust? Like, what's wrong with Mike Williams in his contract year?" And here he is going off. Uh, Mike Isicki, that hurt. But kind of wasn't. I can't really see him in any other jersey. Yeah, for some reason. But I couldn't see Wilson in any other jersey. Oh, <laughs> that, the, that orange on him. Well, the Photoshop they did was was horrendous. I'm waiting for a new one. Yeah, he looks fat as hell. Um, I was, I, I Gasicki was. I just wanted him because he's like I said, he's got one of the best hands for a tight end in the league. Went to Penn State, but it looks like. Our tight end room's pretty full, is it not? O'Shaughn- not of O'Shaughnessy and full, but you know, Luke our wide Farrell. receiver room is full too. <laughs> God damn! I, I think I think Jags front office may be content with our tight end room. The receivers definitely not, but tight end, I think, I think will be a halt halted right there. A good word would be full. I don't think a good word would be good. It's not a good room, actually. A good a good word for our tight end room. Mama, mama, That's a good word. Very AEW, by the way, put on a great pay per view su- Sunday. Revolution, like they always kill their pay per views. Every match was excellent, and I mean, it makes sense. They do one pay per view like every two or three months, um, maybe four. No, there's no way that's too long. Um, but yeah, they they killed it again. Um, but what about, uh, what about March Madness uh, outside of the madness of the NFL? Yes, it is March. As you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Selection Sunday is coming up this weekend. And I don't know if you've been watching any college. Guess. Best. 
What you think? Well, highlights. No, not live games, just highlights. Like you, know, if you catch them at all on SportsCenter or something. But um, they're in the conference tournaments right now, so I've seen some some crazy butter butter <laughs> buzzer beaters so far. Why you? <laughs> why your mind on food? Why? Why I like pancakes? Um, but I haven't really. I've never. I haven't watched college basketball. I haven't followed it in so long since they made video games for it. So every year that the bracket challenge comes along, I have no idea what the hell is going on. I base my decisions based on one or two games that I've seen the team play, and I let it ride. But we will be doing another Dun and Drew ESPN bracket challenge. I think we're gonna have three winners. We're gonna do fifty dollar entry. So send fifty dollars to Dun and Drew Venmo. With your email address. Not a scam. Because this is a private group, so I have to send out invites. So I need your email address. Uh, Make sure there are no typos so you can actually receive the email invite because I don't want people sending us $50 thinking it's a scam. But you got a typo in your email so you never received the invite. And I'll be uh, up to Andy because I don't have the the Venmo password to tell me the So it's up to me to, to manage this money? It is up to you to manage the money, not Thanks. go, not spend it all, because I'm hoping we have a fat league this year. Well, who won? We know who won last year, right? I think it was Daniel. Daniel from Iowa. Really? Because in the Discord, he said, I'm trying to go back to back. Okay. How many things has he won with us? That's a lot of money, wasn't it, last year? We had a lot of people in there. But did we do $50? Wasn't it like 5 I don't think it was five. I don't know why we would do that low. Low entry point. Get a lot of people in there. Well, 50. Whew. I asked Discord and, there, and most of the people were saying 50. All right. And it's all luck. It's like you might as well just use that money to play the lottery. Do I have that option? I told them to. Do I have to play? I told them to think about it like placing a parlay bet that you are very confident about, but most likely going to lose. That's what this is. I'm not very confident about it. Pretend that this is a parlay you're placing $50 on that you're most likely going to lose mm-hmm. because that's how betting works. So it's just, you know, it's a flip but a coin. Pretend you're going to win it. Damn. $50 done in Drew Venmo. What are you looking at? I'll tell oh, you after. I thought you were looking at um, seedings. Jacksonville, no. U- <laughs> Jacksonville University thought they were going to win the A10, but I am... <laughs> Win the what? The Atlantic Sun 10? A10? They call it A10, I think. Do they? I thought it was just the Atlantic Sun. The A Sun. A10? Where did I get A10 from? I don't know. Big 10? No. It's all the 10. Anyway, March Madness is upon us. And if you want to be in that bracket challenge, hit us up. Um, Sticking with basketball, NBA. Wow. I'm not going to talk about teams or anything like that. We'll get there when we get there. But I saw today on first take, uh, ESPN was doing a segment this morning about Russell Westbrook receiving death threats to him and his family because of the way he's been playing recently. You know, he's going by the name Westbrook, but I think that is that Nick. That's been his nickname for quite some time now, I believe, because this man has never got down his shooting. But I'm obviously not advocating for those types of messages. However. I don't really think it's story worthy 
when players get sent death threat wishes when they're playing bad. Because, one, this is the Lakers, one of the most mainstream franchises in sports. There's millions of social media accounts of trollers and people that will say anything to athletes because they can, because they have this phone and access to comment sections and DMs and shit like that. So we should understand what the internet is now at this point in 2022 and that there's not going to be accountability by these platforms or punishment to do anything for an average fan who comments on an athlete's page. Players get thousands of comments and DMs. What are you going to do? You're going to go through every single person that says, I hope you die and arrest them? No, that's not how this works. You play better or that's the fucking shit that's going to happen now in 20. That's what we're in. We're in 2022, the digital era. And that's what happens. You play bad. You say some shit that sparks an outrage. That's what's going to happen nowadays. You play good. You're still going to have people talking shit about you. So it's a lose-lose situation. And uh, Russell, I'm sure none of those people that said that they're going to kill you are going to come to your house and shoot you. But do you think he's listening? If he is, that's why I'm saying this. Oh, yeah. So maybe instead of shooting 9 for 21, shoot 9 for 10. Or 9 for 11. (laughs) 9 for 11, 9 for 12, 9 for 15 even. Give me a 50% shooting night. In a W, but you consistently lose on the Lakers. That's what happens. I don't know what to tell you. You're not going to stop something like that. You could always kill yourself. All right. That's, that, was, that was a wild, a wild reply. <laughs> totally kidding if we have any people out there on the brink. Um, that's just a, we a do. joke. A we, joke we that uh, I can't remember what comedian it was. Maybe it was Louis C.K. Oh, oh, yeah, it was Louis C.K. Sounds Lucy like Louis He's like... Uh, the world is just full of people that have not killed themselves yet. And then he, he taught, tell a story about how he, he saw someone like he'll see people throughout the day and be like, why what's stopping him from killing himself? Like, why hasn't he done it? Um, Fear is my answer. <clears throat> voicemails. All right. On to voicemail. Oh, actually, before we leave NBA, I'm going to do a wiki game with you real quick. See how, see how good you are. We'll give each other actually each an NBA player. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. Tell me when to stop. George, right, George, tell me when to George st- of the jungle, strong as he can be. Stop right. that cursor for me. Mm. He was born the second of two children to Jolinda and fuck uh, his dad, who shares his name. Wow. In you Chi- can't say the dad's name? In Chicago, Illinois, on January 17th, 1982. You should have told me the dad's name. I can't. It's his name. Well, that's not revealing the player. It's I think you the should the player's name. It's the player's name. Yes, he's a junior. His last name though. No, it's he's a, a junior. Oh, yeah. So he shares the same so exact that, name. So that'll be my, I'll be my hand. Um, born in Chicago, this NBA right? Huh? Yeah. Oh, Kanye. Just go. Um, a junior. Is it? Glenn Robinson. Don't know who that is. Next. <laughs> Let me know when to stop. Please stop. This guy's wiki is huge. 
Um, after More defeating hints. after defeating the 76ers, Celtics, and Bulls, the Heat reached the NBA Finals, but ultimately fell to the Dallas Mavericks in six games. So he's on the 2012 Heat team. 2011, actually. I'm going to say something. Don't get offended. But I don't think you're very good at this game. Duh. <laughs> Who is? Well, you better find out when, you're reading uh, when I go. Wikipedia sentences of random information. I know people are screaming at the podcast right now. From those two sentences? Mm-hmm. Um, Dwayne Wade. Yes. Good job. I didn't know Dwayne Wade was a junior. Me neither. He doesn't wear it. He's not proud <laughs> of it, apparently. So why would people be screaming? People know. Do people know that Dwayne Wade's a junior? They would have connected the birth date to Chicago, and then when you heard the heat, I think that would have been an automatic if they didn't get it before. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I empty out my brain for this game so I can think more deeply. Okay. I'm ready. Let me think. Stop. Let me. I, <laughs> I haven't thought of a player yeah. yet. <laughs> you know I have to go through these very popular players because you're. All right. Knowledge not that deep. I mean, I did Dwayne Wade. That wasn't bad. Dwayne Wade. <laughs> That's when you were watching NBA when he was on the fucking. Well, not he most of his life, but fuck. Who do you know, bruh? Uh, you know my. You, you know, know my era. You know who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? No, 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 no. All right, I got some money. Stop cheating. And we are on his wiki, and we're scrolling. Gonna have you fat. Gonna have you stop right there. Wiki fat. LeBron James. No. This player was partly responsible for guarding young and athletic superstars Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. Hmm. He was responsible for guarding young and athletic superstars Kevin Durant and Russell. That's going to be Kawhi Leonard. No. Oh, and we're scrolling. And you said superstar. Uh, stop. All right. Damn. This is the early life. All the all-time prep leader in assists and the state's seventh highest career score. This was in high school, though. What was the first sentence? He was Sup- an all-time prep leader in no, assists. The the, uh, the first clue. Superstar um, he, was responsible for guarding. He guarded Kevin Durant. And Russell Westbrook. Oh, so this was okay. So, so that's probably when they were on the same team. So, versus the Thunder, the superstar was responsible for guarding both of them. Um, I see. I already said LeBron. He said no. Um, who did they have to go through? Uh, James Harden. No. Okay. Scrolling. Stop. All right. He joined Wilt Chamberlain and Magic Johnson as the only players in NBA history to average a triple-double in multiple playoff series. Oh, man. 
So he's a triple-double player guarding Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook because they played on the Thunder together. Those two guys did, not this player. Average a triple-double in the playoffs? Multiple playoff series. Dirk Nowinski. No. <sighs> scrolling, 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 scrolling. Stop. Like. As an unrestricted free agent <sighs> in the 2003 offseason. Oh, don't like that. <laughs> there was speculation that this player would join the defending champion Spurs and replace Tony Parker <gasps> as their starting point guard. Oh. That's, oh. That's a sentence right there. No. Steve Nash would not guard Kevin Durant. So what point guard would be guarding Kevin Durant? What point guard would be averaging a triple-double guarding Kevin Durant mm. on the in the West? Got stuck on him. <sighs> um, at that time, superstar sounds like a... A superstar averaging triple doubles. Oh, in the- I got you. Oh, come on now. Chris Paul. No. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, scrolling. Stop. Um, Same sentence? No, same oh. uh, under the same header. Blah, blah, blah. Where is it? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. This player elected to stay with the Nets. On a six-year, $99 million deal in 2003. Jason Kidd? Yes. Okay. I almost fucking said his name while reading the sentence. I was like, yeah. <laughs> A lot of faith in me that I would know Jason Kidd. Well, you did. I did. But I'm glad. So, well, he was on, he was on the same team as a player that when, you said, Dirk Nowitzki. He was on that Mavs team. Oh, so that's when he would guard yeah. Durant. Yeah. But huh. he, but he thrived on the New Jersey Nets. Why would he replace Parker in 03? There was just speculation that he would replace Parker, I guess. But that was the first year I watched NBA. It was the Oh, three playoffs. It was either. I forget the Spurs first championship or second one. So one in 99. I think it was. Oh, three. Oh, five. Oh, seven. And then 14. And I watched the Spurs Nets. Finals series. That was my first in time watching NBA. And I was like, damn, they're good. I'm going to be a Spurs fan. And I don't know why I couldn't have done that with NFL, but I bandwagoned a champion, and that's what I should have done in NFL. Mm. Who won the Super Bowl in 03? Probably the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> I'm mad. Patriots and Spurs fan. 2003. That would have made me. Super but your Bowl. dynasty was would have ended around the same. Well, Spurs ended. It was the Bucks. Oh. They beat the Raiders. Yeah, that would have been a. It would have been pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Jags fan for the last. But I would have seen Brady on my team. That yep. would have been great. Shit. So I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to the voicemails. It looks like we had a few that trickled in that I didn't get to last week. Oh yeah. Now if they're old takes, I'll stop them. But let me just hear. I, I want to pay 
tribute to their our loyal listeners. Tribute. Um, I did. Let's see what John Michael said. This is John Michael from Jacksonville, and I haven't left one of these in a while, so I feel kind of washed and fake, but the one thing I do want to talk about is AEW Revolution this weekend. The match that I'm most excited to seeing is Moxley versus Danielson. Yep, held up. Because there's a lot of long-term implications, I feel that match could have no matter who wins william regal came out so i'm curious to see which match andy is interested in seeing the most but if i had to guess it's probably mjf versus oh yes but yeah that's all i have to say yeah like mark helfoltz is fucking back please don't snooze me done have a good rest of your night (laughs) y'all why you know me (laughs) yeah uh cm punk versus mjf was my most anticipate i went to sleep before the main event i shouldn't say that but i did it was late and like adam page bores me um and i can't get over uh adam cole's dad bod sorry but the internet did that to me uh mjf or cm punk cm punk favorite like he's just i still can't believe that i'm watching him wrestle in 2022 and then mjf is the hottest thing in wrestling in my opinion right now uh isn't it great to be on his twitter header yeah, we still are. Yeah, I awesome. check every time there's an AEW event. I check to make sure, <laughs> right there, right next to his head. That is pretty, giving him one of those. That is pretty good. Actually, I didn't flick him off. I just gave him a, like a weak little thumbs down. Yeah, I'm like just I'm, yelling at him. Like so I'm twelve. Thank God, he makes my character look decent compared to everyone that's like boom right in his face. I'm just yeah. yelling at him with kind of a half smile. So it's all in good fun. All right, this is CJC. Let's see what he's got to say. Checking in from Mardi Gras. What up, guys? It's your boy, CJC. Oh, you hung over. A little off one right now <laughs> into Mardi Gras. Uh, I just seen the, the tweet, so I figured before I head out to this next parade, I'd ask, uh, you know, what's your favorite moment of drinking <laughs> that wasn't tied to football? Oh, God. Oh, no. I know I'm slushed, but have a great pod. I thought he was going to say I've done it, Drew. Not related to football. Favorite drinking moment. Damn. Oh, it's probably, for me, the Dun & Drew retreats. That's not football related. If it's not a cruise that I went on. We'll pick. Retreat or cruise? Which oh, my God. Like, why, why are you stalling? Because <laughs> you didn't pick. You said favorite moment, not plural bit. Ah, oh, man. See, the retreats are more, for the last couple of years, it's been more about the camaraderie and, you know, the basketball during the day, swimming, than it is about, you know, we had a couple of drinking nights, but I don't really like waking up hungover because it ruins my day, but... I'm going to have to go cruise because to be able to drink all day on a drinking package and shout to manager Tommy, he's on a cruise right now. I'm jealous to be able to drink all day and then to have anything you want off the menu for dinner and then drink wine with that mm. and then top it off with a chocolate teeny. It's a chocolate martini, Espresso martini? not coffee. No, oh. I don't do coffee. Chocolate, chocolate martini. Like, that had me, like, just being buzzed all day long, not going overboard, so I'd never get hungover, but completely buzzed all day long. That's my favorite. Oh, no. 
take it back because this is more of a moment, but it is cruise related. Went on a cruise and I, this could be, this could be wrong. I could, there could be so many other drinking moments I'm not thinking of, but this one in particular, I always think of went on a cruise when I like turned 21 or maybe it was like 22, 23. We went to, um, the Bahamas, Mexico, wherever. And one of them places they took us out on, we did a little excursion where we got on a boat with, uh, I think it was Bahamas with some Bahamians and they took us out like snorkeling and on the ride back, uh, they gave us like local rum. They just had a rum on the boat mixed with like juice. It was just like red juice. And I had, there was the best drunk I've been on like ever. It was so much fun. It's like you're around people that like you're on a cruise, you just did an excursion, you're on your way back to the boat and you're just, and they're giving it to like 18 year olds because, you know, you can be 18 to drink. Mm-hmm. I always think about that and I try to recreate that drink because like rum, you think of pirates, islands, like I love drinking rum like near water and that's probably my favorite drinking moment. My favorite drinking moment. Is it football related if it's with a football player? Mm. Or is he just talking tailgates or in games and shit? There, I'm interested to hear this. I had the time of my life at Poyer's wedding. Oh, wow. In Jamaica. Because it was very small. It was a very small group of people. It was, you know... Three other athletes in his family and my sister joined and he got married the day after my or the day after my birthday. It was either the day before or the day after. So their anniversary is like a day before my birthday, I think, because that night I was turning who fucking knows. I think it was the 2017. So uh, 25, 25, I guess. Jinx. I was turning 25. I'm in Jamaica. I got a bottle of Blue Label and nothing mattered to me. Even though I had a credit card maxed to $7,000. <laughs> I and, probably had a credit card maxed. No, not maxed. But. And I used the very last of my remaining credit limit to book that trip to Jamaica back then to go. So I was lit as fuck with... $7,400 in credit card debt, and it was a great time. But I'm there's so many more, but that was a great time. I, that was one of my first times out of the country where I wasn't with a girlfriend. Because, like, the past few times I went out of the country to the Bahamas and Mexico, I was with my ex-girlfriend, and those... Those were good times, but they weren't, you know, they weren't great. Wasn't in love with the girl. But shout out to her. She's engaged Uh, now. Tiggle, tiggle cans. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, something I was going to add to that. When we going on a cruise. I keep bringing it up every year. Every year we talk about the retreat. I was just like, "Mm." let's fucking go ourselves. We should. We can't rely on a group of people to be like, okay, let's do it. God, a cruise. Nothing's better. 
And I've only been on one. I'd like to go on another because the one I went on, I was sick most of the time and it was in college. So I would probably appreciate a lot more now. I appreciated the the ports we got off at, like Jamaica and Haiti. I appreciated that. But on the boat itself, I feel like I did not appreciate the cruise the way I should have. But it was mostly because I was sick as fuck on that boat. My first time on a fucking big ass ship like that. The first night at dinner, feel the boat rocking under me. I was like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I didn't make it. My shit was green the entire week. Mm. I, I puked into my hands on the deck after my friend Roman gave me a shot of Jose Cuervo gold tequila after I said, no, I can't do that. Everything is like sitting on top of my chest right now. And when you're on a spring break cruise with nine other colleges and someone hands you a shot in that moment, it's very tough to say no because everyone else is obliterated and making you do it. So I took it and I immediately yacked into my hands right there on the deck, went to the bathroom around the corner and cleaned up. All of this is very vivid because it's the only cruise I've ever been on. So I'd like to do another and have better experiences than puking and shitting green and being seasick all the whole trip. So whoever's down, let us know. We'll do like a, we'll do like a party of five. We don't need a big party. Give me three more of our loyalist listeners and we'll go on a cruise together. Well, speaking of our loyalist listeners, next uh, voicemail comes from Ryan Ska. Uh, I, this is another one I didn't see when it came in. It came in last week. It's only 19 seconds. Let's see what he says. What up? It's Ryan from San Angelo. And I got a quick question for y'all. So if you had to make a starting roster for basketball using only NFL players, who would you choose and why? Thanks. Have a good one, guys. Why well, was an essay question? And why? And why? Like, give me your reasons. Well, I'm taking Miles Garrett at center. How tall is he? We all know he's he's six five. Mm. Well, you're not going to get too many tall guys right. in the NFL that are athletic. Give me DK Metcalf at center. All right, that's Ooh. that's me up. It's me up. Like I'm up. Like that's oh we're competing. You think DK Metcalf has, is going to be better than fucking Miles Garrett? Have you mm. seen his basketball videos? Have you seen that man? Oh no, I haven't. That man was in the. NBA celebrity game dunking. Miles Garrett was. So my team's better so far. I will mm. take I will take Tyreek Hill. Is this not a snake draft? Well, it's my turn. Snake would be me. Back to back. Since you got no, first no, pick. No. It's it's all right. I got you. Go. First I don't need that. You have anybody in the league you okay. want. Two people. Bet. Uh, give me Tyreek. I feel like he could get Ooh. in there and steal the ball. He's super fast. And get to the guard? other end pretty quick. Where's, small How forward? How tall is he? Give he's, me, he's like 5'10". Yeah, give me a point. <laughs> I'll take him a point. Um, so I kind of want to – I want a quarterback at point. Give me uh, Lamar Jackson. Ooh, it's a good one. I think, yeah. Lamar at point. I'm taking Keenan Allen at the four. I okay. He, I think he could hoop. Interesting. You just a big Keelan Allen stan. Um I seen him in the wreck. 
I follow him on social. I'm taking players I know I can play ball. Who they talk about? Oh, fuck, tight ends. You got to take a tight end at at, at the four. No, I need. So they need, always talk about. I need someone I can score. Give me, uh, give me Kelsey. No, nah. It's got to be a. It's what? It's got to be a big guy. Um, give me some tight ends. Oh, give me Darren Waller at the four. Waller at the four. I feel like he's putting up bricks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, when I said Kelsey, I just envisioned bricks there. There's no way he's good at basketball. He's, he's your four. So we need a shooting guard and a three. Who can play? He can play. He can be a defender or he can be a shooter. He's like a gadget player on in the NBA. Um, shooting guard. I'm picking my shooting guard right now. Who's my Who's my clip? Who's my Steph Curry of the NFL right now? Um, oh man. Now let me go small forward. Give me TJ Watt. His big ass. For the defense. Um, I'm taking uh, Jalen Ramsey at my shooting guard. We saw videos of him playing basketball a few years ago. Trash. Uh, he can dunk and he can talk shit. So uh, you need that on the basketball court. You need someone that can talk shit. So give me Jalen Ramsey. All right. I need my shooter. <sighs> I need a shooter here. Who's got the clip in the NFL? Who's got the motherfucking clip? Mike Evans, I hope you got some jumpers. <laughs> Mike Evans. <laughs> you six foot five, boy, give me a clip. I guess that's good. I got a team of wide receivers. <laughs> TJ White and Miles Garrett. Yeah, I'm taking this dub. I don't know. I don't know if you are. At small forward, give me Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> give me, give me, give me an NFL player. Don't give me no Jackson Mahomes. This is a good practice for our top 100 off the dome because I'm struggling already. Forgot about that. Not ready for that. There's going to be so many long pauses again. Give me a. Who got the clip? This is small forward. So I'm looking for defense here. And gotta match him up with TJ. Oh. Give me LaVisca Chenault. Interesting. These random ass teams. Who would y'all's team be? Thank you, Ryan, for that question. Let us know in the comments. Speaking of Ryan, he's a Spurs fan. Greg Popovich needs one more win to be the all time winningest head coach in NBA history. So one win. One more win. Does that make him the GOAT? Or does that just make him the winningest? Oh, he's the and goat. the oldest. He's the GOAT. Okay. Well, even though he's old, you still got to win those games. Just because you're an old coach don't mean you're winning. We in the hood? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Grand Theft Auto outside our, outside our window. All right, next, next call. What's up, daddies? It's been a minute. This is Jake from Toledo. Got a few things to cover with you guys. First off, RIP baseball for now. Yay. Fuck you, Bobby Manfraud. Canceling games and go put a shit-eating green all over national TV. What a scumbag. Oh, what else? Uh, well, I'm getting shafted by my landlord, as one does. So I'm moving back home temporarily, looking for jobs closer to the Columbus area. So I'm moving out of town for that. 
any tips you guys have me f- have for me for uh you know being close to family and moving away uh might be a little different change for me but something i want to do lastly got a would you rather for you would you rather have all of your hoodies in your favorite pair of shoes or your favorite hoodie and all your shoes let me know thanks bye what do you say i think he's asking if we would rather have all of our favorite hoodies in one pair of shoes or one hoodie in all of our favorite shoes in all of our shoes i think i think is what he means well i only have a couple hoodies this is definitely a toledo question because he has a bunch of hoodies being in ohio so do i i just love being in hoodies I would take the hoodies. I'm not a shoe guy at all. Yeah, me neither. So I'll keep my hoodies. What else? He asked for advice. Advice for moving back home? Closer to home? Is that what it was? I think so. Oh. It's kind of hard because I don't know your situation, but. Um, Well, I moved home, and it depends on your relationship with your parents, really. Because if you guys don't have a history of getting along or you don't know your parents' personalities, then I can see that going very south. Unless you you just meant home and not your parents' house. If you do have a good relationship with your parents and you can move in, move in, get a job, and save money. That's my advice. Yes. You will save a fuck ton of money living with your parents. and Even if you pay them rent, you'll still save. Because you just won't pay them as much. Unless they're dicks. <laughs> and yeah. I know some people that whose mom's charging them, what, 1400 for rent? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole ass mortgage. Yeah, that's wild. Get a place? Um, unless you love your mom like that. But yeah, nope. you'll, you'll, save, <laughs> you'll save a bunch of yeah. money. Uh, if As you get older, people aren't going to give a shit as you're making decisions that elevate your life. You know, so... Focus on you and keep progressing, my guy. My yeah. dad left a voicemail. I'm kind of scared. He never calls me. Oh, I thought you meant. Oh, no, Here. on my phone. Should we? There's another call next. That's a minute. Uh, yeah. Next call comes from Stephen Knight. He wants to talk Grizzlies. Yay. What's going on, boys? This is Stephen from Memphis. Second time caller, long time listener. Uh, left my first voicemail the week before y'all went on hiatus, so let's try this again. Uh, NASCAR segment, I love that shit. I love seeing people getting into it. Um, great year to become a NASCAR fan. New car seems to even the playing field out. Uh, won't be the same five guys winning every week, so that's exciting. If you want to go to a track, I'd say either Talladega or since you're in Florida, Homestead's a really good track, so I'd try to go to that. Uh... And y'all hyping up my Grizzlies, mainly Eric. I appreciate that. He's exactly right. He's like watching D-Rose back in 2011. Um, If you're sleeping, you know you're missing out. I mean, this is a great team to watch. They're so exciting. It's like watching the fucking Globetrotters for 82 games. But anyways, appreciate you guys. Have a good pod. That's awesome to hear about the Grizzlies. (laughs) I watched them in the playoffs. Yeah, Are they making it? Yeah, they're second seed right now. Bet. I'll see you then. The Suns. And the Warriors are on a little skid right now. That's why the, the Grizzlies shot up to second seed. I saw that. Who's, Mar- who's one seed? Let me guess. 
one seed in the West? I literally just said it. What? Oh, I'm not going to tell you if you didn't hear me. Well, you said Grizzlies are two. Behind the, I said behind the. Behind blank. the um, West. Suns. Duh. Mm-hmm. They don't even have 15 losses right now. It's crazy. Not sure what that means. It means we're this deep into the season. That's pretty good. And they, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but NASCAR, the new cars, um, I don't really know if that's making the lo- the playing field even, considering in the last two races, the first and second place finishers swapped. So in California, it was actually, no, I'm lying. I read the names wrong. You might be right. But Kyle Larson is still dominating for some reason in these new generation cars. But um yeah, I have been to Homestead track already. It's not that great. I don't really like Homestead track. But Talladega, we had a Patreon caller actually say that he's trying to go to that race. So shout out Dunn Collins. Still don't know if I'm going to. twin. Yeah. Still don't know if I'm going to make it to other tracks right now. It's just, it was looking bright at the beginning of the year. But after the 500, I'm like, eh. We'll see. Hmm. But um, didn't watch this past race. Oh. I watched a little bit, but there was something else on that I was a little distracted. But, yes, great time to be a NASCAR fan. The sport is on the rise, and baseball is a dud. What's up, boys? It is Mr. Johnson, your favorite English teacher out here in Texas. Uh, Jags fan, so glad to hear y'all doing the podcast like this now. Uh, hey, listen, last time I called in, oh. I said that y'all need to get into soccer, and then you all snoozed me. But then I had to listen to NASCAR updates, ah. so <laughs> I don't really know what that's about. But look, Austin FC killing it 3-0, and five points a game. It is definitely a good season, but uh, my question. <clears throat> uh, Andy, this question for Andy. Uh, who does Eric have the best chance to kick their ass in all of sports history? Who do you think he's got the best chance up against and Eric, same question. Who does Andy have the best ch- chance uh, to kick their ass if they get in a fight? All sports history, who y'all got for each other? Uh, all right, peace. I thought, he, I, thought he, I thought he was going to meet in the sport. This is actually funny that he asked because when we talked to Austin, we talked about avoiding fights and avoiding confrontation. <laughs> now he's making us fight. Uh, so I'm, I'm a booker. I'm booking a match, and Eric has to win in all of sports history. Um, give me Eric versus CM Punk because when he tried UFC, no good. He tried UFC? Oh, yeah. Mm. Not a good real fighter, CM Punk. Uh, love him in wrestling, but uh, Eric versus CM Punk. Um, that's my matchup. <laughs> give me Andy versus. Wow, you are as unconfrontational as they come. I don't know. In sports, who could I beat up? Can you do women's sports for me? Sue Bird? Sue. <laughs> Actually, give me a tennis player. Alex Caruso? You think you beat him up? No, he's tall as shit. He's like 6'5". Mm. Give me a... Uh, Who's a skinny ten- tennis guy? No, you can do women. Give me uh, Maria Sharapova. <laughs> you want to beat up? Maria's whooping your ass. <laughs> Her 6'5", Russian ass. She is right. kicking your ass. Um... Man, I wish I knew like male tennis players that are frail. 
I don't because they don't make it. I mean, Djokovic it. doesn't have the biggest arms. Eh. But you know, I know he's athletic. But I, I just think there's something in the water over there in Europe that they're fighters. They love that shit. Like, they go to bars to fight. And he's Serbian? Come on. Serbian? Crazy, probably. Yeah, we're going to have to give you a WNBA player. It's as, as, or like WNBA? They're big, too. Give me a... Jesus, you want a bowler? Professional give bowler? Give me, like, a... Uh, who's that Who's that American woman tennis player? That's a Betty? Bet, Batty? Betty. Bat. Oh, Batty? Bat. Barty? Barty. Is it Barty? Yeah. Barty something. Barty. Barty Crouch. (laughs) (laughs) Barty Crouch. Uh, Ashley Barty. Oh, yeah, you're kicking her ass. I'm kicking her ass. She's going down. Oh, my God. Look at that. I mean, it looked like she already got beat up. Oh, she kind of got a bicep. Let me chill. It's International Women's Day, and I'm talking shit. You're kidding. It is. is. Yeah, it is. Oh, shit. I've been seeing people talk about it. I'm like, one day, damn, we get a whole month. We. The blacks, that is. Is there internet? Is there Women's Month? Might be September. Um, no, but we have Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mm. It's only for the women with cancer, though. So a little. No, it's for those who don't have cancer yet as well. It's encouraging everyone to get their screening. Mm. Well, Andy is beating her ass. Thank you for the call. All right, here we go. Tyler McWilliams called about seven hours ago. I'm sure this was after the trade that put Russell Wilson into his division. So let's see what he has to say. What's up, boys? It's your boy, Grillmaster Colin. Um, don't really have a specific thing I wanted to call in about. I uh, just want to say what's up. Uh, miss you guys. It's been a while since I've called in, so... Yeah, Um, one question for you. Uh, I'm going on a flight tomorrow morning, Wednesday morning to Hawaii. Oh. I want to know your guys' worst flight or just travel experience that's not... Football related? When you guys had to fly home from the Rams-Jags game. So that was a shit show. That's what I was going to say. Uh, so yeah, just worst travel experience. About it <laughs> um, so I can listen to this while I'm on the plane uh, for five hours. Thanks, guys. Uh, again, love you. See you soon. Bye. I think I just told you mine. I'm trying to remember what it was. It was, okay, it was 2019 when I went to Penn State Whiteout and then flew to Cincinnati for Jags-Bengals. <laughs> I think I told this story, but I'll tell it again for you, Tyler, since you have five hours to kill. It was October, week seven, I think. This was a last-minute ticket buy to go to Penn State, Michigan, in Happy Valley, my first time in state college since my birth at three, oh no, since I left at three years old. I'd never gone to a whiteout game. This was the first year I was doing this travel shit with the Jags, so I wanted to go to college games too. And I did Ohio State to start the season off. So I'm like, fuck, let me go to Penn State too. I can't be a Penn State fan and only go to Ohio State. So I was also in debt this this trip as well. I put like $700 worth of game tickets on a credit card and invited – our dear friend in Austin, Texas, Colin O'Meara, 
shout out Colin O'Comedy. Um, I flew into Philadelphia, which is three hours from State College. He was supposed to pick me up from Philadelphia Airport. He lives in Westchester or West something out there, which is like another 45 minutes west of Philadelphia. But he got off work late, so I had to kill time before he got off. So I went, I walked around the park, shot an OnlyFans video in the park there. That was when I jerked off in the park and put on OnlyFans. We talked about that on a prior episode. So casual. This was in Philadelphia. New listener, like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) I went to a diner. I went to the park. And then after killing all of this time, he finally said, all right, I'm off work. He comes and gets me. We drive to Westchester. We get a couple of shit from his apartment. And we make our way to State College, Pennsylvania, which was a three-hour and something drive from where he lived. So we get there. It's night, obviously. We were staying at a friend's place that he knew that went to the college, so they had an apartment. So we went there. We dropped our shit. We went out in the town, went to, like, some frat house. It was a very tame night that night. Uh, went to went to a frat house. Was a very tame night that night. Like it, it was a frat house, but it wasn't like it wasn't an insane party. It was like pretty mid, pretty chill. Uh, we went to a couple clubs, and we slept at this friend's apartment. We woke up early in the morning, like seven a.m. We weren't hungover or anything because we didn't drink that much the night before. Uh, we went to college game day, and granted, this game's at night, so we're out. All day in State College, big-ass campus, just walking around this campus, trying to find a tailgate. It it was exhausting, pretty much, because it's a big campus. So walking around it and trying to find the tailgates and waiting for people to get out there, it took a long time. So we finally get to tailgating, and we get into the game. I'm a little lit. Uh, We leave at halftime. So we left at halftime because we were fucking drunk and exhausted. And we go to the Taco Bell on Penn State's campus, we ended up falling asleep in that Taco Bell because we're so fucking tired. Jesus. We wake up, and when we go back to the apartment we were staying at, when we get there, Bro, everyone's so miserable. turning the fuck up. Like, the oh game, the game's God. in the fourth quarter. It's loud as fuck in there. Everybody's going crazy right now. And we're fucking, we just came from sleeping at Taco Bell, and we walk into that. Shoot me. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> You know me. I would rather be dead. Yeah, you would have hated this trip, like, before any of this even happened. So I was like, yeah, I'm, Colin stayed and, like, kept partying, I think. Oh, my God. And I was like, I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> I leave. I walk to where we parked. It was a parking garage, like, seven minutes up the road. And I sit by his car on the top of the parking garage. He's on the top level with no roof above it. It's a little chilly night, and I sleep on the concrete. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I lay down on this concrete next to his car and try to sleep outside. And at this point, it's got to be 10 or 11 o'clock at night. And we were going to leave at 2 in the morning, I believe, to go back to Westchester and then for me to catch my flight. So I'm thinking I'm going to be sleeping here until he told me we were going to leave. But then he texts me before then. He's like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. I was like, fuck, thank you. 
thank God we're leaving earlier. So we ended up leaving at midnight, I think we left. And we started our drive back. We go this, this, it's Penn State's in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. So the road we take to beat traffic, we went in this very dark, scary, like Michael Myers type road where if you turn your headlights off, it's pitch black. Like you, the headlights only show road and trees on the side, like woods and shit until we get onto the main highway. So we're driving three hours back. Colin's falling asleep at the wheel. Bro. I'm like, I'll take over for you. Like the next for the rest of the way. Cause I got my sleep in and then he started to fall asleep. So at that point <laughs> I would have, what was, what, what did you need to get to the bit, the Jags game? Yeah. I was going to the Jags game the next day, oh, man. At, oh man. I don't know. I, I was going to say at that point, I'm buying the nearest hotel and going the fuck to sleep. <laughs> fuck the game. But if you bought tickets in a plane, like, man, keep going. Yeah. I didn't even get to the plane out of Cincy yet. So we're driving back, exhausted, damn near crash, side of the road. We get back to his apartment in Westchester at four in the morning, I think. I shower. He goes right to bed, obviously. I get up there, I shower, I pack my bags, call an Uber. I get the Uber to the Philadelphia airport, which is like 35 minutes away. So I'm in this Uber to catch a flight to go to Cincinnati, one way, direct. Uh, So I'm in the airport. I'm fucking exhausted. I'm falling asleep at the gate. It's 7 a.m. We board. Um, Then I get to Cincinnati, and I found life. Mm. (laughs) If you watch the vlog from that trip, when I'm recording in the morning, tailgating for the Bengals game, you can kind of hear how exhausted I am when I'm like, let's go. We were playing the 0-6 Bengals at the time, so I was really hyped for the game because I was like, I got to catch an L- uh, W after that. So I go to the game. We win. Bengals fans have the bags on their head saying tank for Tua. Then afterwards, I have a flight to catch at like 6 o'clock, but – Cincinnati has these nice bars right outside the stadium. So I met Brett Shepard out there and he wow. gets me absolutely fucked up what? at the bar before after the my game? plane after the game. He got me fucked up after the game. I'm going straight <laughs> to a hotel. And I have a hotel because my flight left after the game. So I went to the bars right out there and I kept my suitcase in the guy who invited me. I kept it in his car in a parking garage until I had to go. Unbelievable. And I was fucking wasted at the airport and i go into the the skyline chili line and i order like three chili dogs and i just got this to-go bag and i get to the gate in cincinnati to come back home to daytona and they say that i'm don't have a fucking ticket and the reason is because i originally only booked myself to fly round trip to cincy and back to daytona because i said the the Whiteout game was last minute. So if you don't take your first flight, they cancel your whole itinerary. And I didn't know that because I hadn't been well-traveled as I am now. So I get to the gate, and I didn't take my flight to Cincy. So they canceled my itinerary, and they're like, yeah, you don't have a flight on here. And I'm like, what do you mean? So I had to buy a ticket home right there at the gate, and that was like $330. Oh, my God. And I already told you, I put like 700 of credit cards on a credit card, $700 of tickets on a credit card so i had to put another 300 for this flight back home so when i get on the plane i fucking eat my shit and i pass out and 
that was the worst trip that, <laughs> that I've ever done in my life. I'm not even going to follow that up. That is, <laughs> I am so sorry. That is so bad. That was. I'm was, so glad I wasn't a part of that. It was terrible. Holy fuck. So when I told, so this past season when I went to Ohio State, Penn State, and then Seattle. Yeah. It was. You need it, to stop going there. It was not even close to this Penn State game in wow. the middle of nowhere. So at least Columbus is not you, in the middle of the woods. And has yeah. an airport. State College, I flew into Philly three hours away for some reason. But Ohio State to Seattle was fine because I had a lot of people that I knew got rides and all of that. Ebrio was there. You know, he'll take care of me. <laughs> but in, uh, in State College, I didn't know anybody. Podcast, I didn't know anybody in State College. I only knew Colin, and he don't even live there. So uh, Tyler, five-hour flight to Hawaii. You'll be all right, man. You'll be all right. But what a what a fucking trip that was. Wait, I will, okay, yeah. Sign I up, will, but don't don't open Twitter. I would um, never do that. I don't I wouldn't. Breaking news while well, I've been holding this for a few minutes while oh. you've been telling your story. Yeah, it was a long story. This is <laughs> pretty huge breaking news out of Seattle. Oh. More breaking news from the Seahawks. From a current player on their team? Well, can you guess? Like, if I don't tell you anything, could you have any idea what it could be? You don't even have to be that specific. You can just be, oh, they signed or they released or they traded. I would I would think it would be trading DK. Interesting. The Per Adam Schefter and a few others, the Seahawks have informed that eight-time All-Pro and Pro Bowl linebacker Bobby Wagner, a franchise icon, that they are releasing him. Damn. Wagner arrived in Seattle on the same 2012 day as Russell Wilson and now leaves on the same day too. End of an era in Seattle. Damn. After, damn, did I jinx him? What'd you say? On the pod earlier, I was like, they got Bobby Wagner. Uh, they got a pretty decent yeah, roster. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped Bobby Wagner's name and he's gone. Damn. An hour later. Damn. Just released him, huh? Yep. Just damn. So, damn, free agency could get wild. Damn, too bad they can not trade him. They'd have, they'd be super stocked. Seattle rebuilding for real, for real. Damn, Rams might fucking, they, got, they run it back. They might run it back. All the good they need quarterbacks receiver. are out of the fucking AFC. Bro, what if, AFC. Have, what if Amari Cooper... Goes the Rams. That's a perfect mm. replacement for OBJ if he can't come back. Robert Woods got twenty ACL too. Oh, he's coming back too. Yeah. Damn. Is it is it uh Seahawks they're not gonna be good? Cardinals, they're figuring out their Kyler situation. And then 49ers, Trey Lance, they're not gonna have Jimmy G. So mm. Trey Lance, he's not I don't think we don't know yet. I don't think he's gonna fucking get them to compete for more better than the Rams. No, not in his first year. So Rams could run that shit back. As long as they can get, you know, healthy receivers. Yeah, I also heard on the radio today, he said uh, that the, it's, the NFC is the Packers to lose. No? No, no, it's not. What, like, why, why would you keep getting trapped into that? We've seen this for how much, decade now. The Niners could beat them again. The Rams are better than them, who just won the Super Bowl. They're stacked still. They're a regular season team. They fucking dominated the regular season 
the Rodgers Adams connection is unstoppable in the regular season. Unstoppable if you have it in fantasy. But right when you host a game in your home tundra, mm. you lose to the 49ers mm. 13 to 10 after doing that all year. Give, I'm not buying that shit anymore. I ain't buying the Packers the conference to lose. I'm done with that. Until they get to the Super Bowl, I don't want to hear it anymore. He's been there for so long and has one Super Bowl. This is not his conference to lose. It's just to fucking win. And now his only his, his only literal competition is the Rams. Who else in the NFC competing with the Packers now? Like, Rodgers, you better win the conference. Russell Wilson just left. Who's there? Kyler Murray. <laughs> They're all in the AFC. So Yeah, fuck us. Uh, that's the episode. I got one little promote, uh, one little thing to promote. Uh, if you need CBD or Delta eight products, alabamahempproducts.com gets you right. Hey, maybe the Cowboys get it together. Oh yeah. The cat. No, never will. Unfortunately, <laughs> I was just trying to look up for an NFC team real quick that could maybe compete. Yeah. I don't see any, and I don't see any. It's myself. Rams, Packers, Niners. That's about it. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Rams might be back in the Super Bowl with that defense. Meanwhile, in the AFC, <laughs> like only two teams were bad last year, Texans and Jags, and hopefully the Jags are better. I don't see the Texans. I mean, I see the Texans, be, Texans being mediocre. It was Texans, Jags, and Colts. I mean, uh, Jets. That's oh, it. yeah, Jets, duh. That's it. Yeah, I don't see a light at the end of their tunnel. And even Texans, Davis Mills, he looked pretty decent in the games he played. What, seven TDs, one interception in his starts? But we'll see. We're hoping for a better year, but I don't think we're doubling our wins from last. But, yes, final thoughts. Send $50 to our Venmo, please, if you'd like to be part of our bracket tournament. Selection Sunday is this weekend, so we will add you this weekend. Or, shit, this week, if you send the money after hearing this, we'll add you right away. So make sure you put your email in the description. Of your Venmo money. That's our show, guys. Share this episode with your parents, friends, enemies. Make sure you watch us on YouTube.com. So that's done and Drew. We're trying to get our subs up. Free agency next week. It's about to get. Make sure you sub to our Patreon and get in our Discord. Patreon.com slash done and Drew. Until next time, this has been done and Drew, baby. Stop gambling on games, Calvin Ridley. Ah, shit. Forgot to talk about that.